Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. The We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. <laughs> Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing? Oh, what's new, J-Dub? Just hanging out. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 for the last time live in 2005. It's vacation. Vacation. Uh, funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. And apparently you are agreeing. Uh, I am Hefe. That is Dubs. And uh, tonight, you can be somebody. 407-916-1041, and Star1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Four hours. Here's what we have. We literally have seven days of show to do in four hours. So uh, it's going to be busy. Um, Chunks, executive producer of The Hideout, is running around. He'll be manning the uh, AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman is our director. Whoop, whoop. He's on top of the talk and roll controls and is uh, responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. Deuce Chill Darone screening your phone calls, or I'm sorry, Doe, screening, Darone. Your, screening your phone calls at 407-916-1041. Be cool, Doe, be cool. And 888-978-1041. Doe! Um, J-Dubs, uh, tonight in the hideout, all right, let me run it through. He did so well last night. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring him back in again. He's a Central Florida native living out in L.A. doing the comedy thing. Michael Nelson, michaelnelsoncomedy.com. Michael will be in uh, just to hang out during the 8 o'clock hour, Dubs. Actually, from 8 o'clock on, as long as he wants. Yeah, as long as he wants to hang out, he can uh, chill. Um, John Amato from one of my favorite websites in the world, crooksandliars.com, will be coming into the hideout to re- uh, to uh, kind of recap the year of politics. I generally do not go to this website just because you go to it and get a lot of stuff for the show from there, and I want to be surprised. So I'm, I'm very excited to be talking to him tonight. Uh, crooksandliars.com. i got to say one of my MySpace buddies currently, who also works in radio. I'm not sure where, though. I want to say out on the, on the coast. Um, he's the one who originally turned me on to it way back when, and I haven't stopped going there. I mean, it's in one of my favorites constantly. So crooksandliars.com. Uh, also, too, tonight, hopefully, we'll get a hold of Mark St. Amant and uh, wrap up the year in fantasy football, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, because are we done with fantasy football, es- well, essentially well, yeah. on the air? Essentially on the air, except for uh, when we're off, we'll still have a helmet of pain stunts that will be uh, need to be paid off when we come back. But for the most part... We won't be setting any more lineups on the air. We won't be uh, preparing for any more weekends on the air. Now, Tuttle, hideout general manager, of course, everyone knows him from everywhere on the station, owes us two helmet of pain stunts. He is paying off tonight. We were told what he is doing. Mm -hmm. I am not even going to tease it for fear of uh, legal action. I will say to me, I will say this. I have only seen this done. 
on Wild Boys. And uh, in my bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done it a few times. Purely sexual, though. Okay, well... Never right. done it for a stunt. Oh, God, no more! That's all I'm going to say. All right? So, Tuttle will be in when the heretics come in. We have a Rock fat... about talking. Okay, Fat Man Diary is also on the way tonight. Um, we're going to play Christmas music all night long. The reason we're doing this, essentially, is because, you know, we don't have jobs out in the real world. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you do. And so we want to do a little experiment of what it's like to have the Christmas music on in the background for the entire working day for us. Starting now. So it's not now. It can't be loud. Yeah, we have to still be able to talk, but it's just an ambiance thing that uh, everybody who works in an office place has to deal with every single day. And it's going on out in the uh, halls, too. Yeah, so whenever we go to the bathroom, we have to put up with it, but it's only for a few minutes. So this will be in the background as we uh, hang out with you guys all night long. And finally, J-Dubs, um, I believe, oh, open door policy. We're going to wrap up the year of the hideout. I have a whole bunch of stuff that I've written down. I want to come back with the bumper music uh, of 2005, some of the songs that I think really marked uh, the show, some of the stuff we came back with a lot this year. I want us to consider when the heretics get here, uh, what was the interview of the year? Stunt of the year, most defining moment for the show, most overused phrase. Uh, who was the favorite non-hideout real radio employee? Um, intern of the year, show member of the year, game show of the year, and best website of the year. Mm-hmm. So all of those things will be under consideration uh, when the heretics get here. By the way, those of you listening in heretic land, open door policy. Final open door policy uh, for the year, as it turns out, and we're doubling the time. Since it's our last night and we have a lot of stuff we want to do with you guys, uh, 9 to 11 o'clock is the open door this evening. Feel free to come in uh, to the hideout at 9 o'clock and stay for the whole show, and then we'll go out and uh, party a little bit afterwards. So um, we should take a little meth to get everything in that we want to get in. Mm-hmm. And here, the, um, bring us Christmas presents, bring each other food. Apparently, we need what uh, for the show? Like a big CD folder, one that'll hold like 100 CDs. And also, what else? We need uh, plastic sheets where you can just put uh, pieces of 8.5 by 11-inch paper, preferably with rings. Okay, so that's what's going on in the hideout this evening. 407-916-1041. And Naked Chicks. 888-978-1041. And uh, Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Last night to be somebody. Bipolar Pickle in Orlando. You're getting it kicked off. What do you got? Hi, now. What's going on? Yo. Hey, brother. Hey, I got a question for you. And this was a legal question before Chunks decided to put his name on mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, all right. I take a sharpened number two pencil and I thrust it into the forehead of my rubber doll as I climax. <laughs> is that a, is, is it rape? Uh, I wouldn't say it's rape. Unless you wrote a no on the uh, rubber doll well, with a Sharpie hey, pencil. In a little, in a little cartoon thing. Come on now. She didn't consent to it. Oh, my All God. All right, no. no I, I get hey, it. happy holidays. <laughs> she did not consent either because you were covering her mouth the whole time. Uh, and that's the way we want to kick off the holiday show. 
Uh, 407-916-1041, Have you ever done that? Got to blow up down and stuff a, a sock in the mouth just to kind of complete no, the fancy? No, not at all. Try it. I don't, I don't plan on it. Hey, all right, who's traveling for the holidays? Anybody? Chunks, where are you going, my friend? Going back to D.C. What are you going to do up there? Hopefully uh, stay, move? Well, I was trying to see if I could pick up some shifts, but I guess that's not going to be possible because I'm an idiot. So I might just go uh, try and steal stuff. <laughs> Steal stuff. Yeah. Wait, at the old station? Yeah. Let me see if they let me in. Are you flying or driving? I'm flying. Okay. Um, I saw this thing on CNN. I brought I brought it in the audio. Of the new rules for traveling. Apparently, they just went into effect, and there are certain things you can now take onto the planes that you couldn't before. This is from CNN. John guy we're working over there? Yeah. <laughs> Finishing the year the way it started. Yeah. Since the 9-11 attacks, the government has seized tens of thousands of scissors, screwdrivers, and other tools from airline passengers because they were potential weapons. But starting today, the ban has been lifted because the government is worried about a bigger threat. Virtually any object can cause harm. My hands, tie, belt, you know, whatever. But our perspective uh, at TSA and Homeland Security is the system and what can hurt the United States. And the, the big threat is explosives to the United States. Uh, scissors and small tools do not represent much of a threat to the country. The government says screeners will now spend more time looking for bombs. We see an ever-increasing sophistication in the kinds of explosive devices that we encounter all over the world. And we have to train our screeners now to become more alert and more adept at detecting devices that are not as obvious as they might have been 10 years ago. But critics warn the decision could leave aircraft and their crew vulnerable to terrorists. TSA can't have it both ways. If this knife is too dangerous to be in a passenger cabin, then this scissors is too dangerous to be in a passenger cabin. We believe that the TSA's decision is reckless, and it endangers the people who work on that aircraft, and it endangers the people who fly on that aircraft, and potentially endangers thousands of people on the ground. Government screeners will also step up random passenger screenings and pat-downs, including arms and legs instead of just the torso. Now, the TSA doesn't, though, think this will present any additional security risk because since 9-11, the cockpit doors have been hardened, pilots armed, there are more federal air marshals, and there are limits on what you can bring on. Scissors must have blades four inches or less, and tools must be shorter than seven inches, Soledad. Uh, have you talked to passengers this morning, Kathleen, who, who know about the new rules, and what's their response to them? I have talked to them, Soledad, and surprisingly, I found none that had any objection to the new rules. They actually think it does make more sense to look for bombs uh, than, again, to look for uh, little tiny screwdrivers. Some of them were irritated by, uh, by how severe the, uh, you know, the, the measures were before, not even being able to carry your nail clippers on an aircraft. Huh. All right, Dubs, there it is. What do you think about now being able to take on the scissors, all the stuff that we were so scared into saying, hey, we can't take this on the plane anymore, now all of a sudden it's okay. It's really odd that they uh, they put some stuff back on the plane, but they take the uh, a book of matches off. You know? I really find that to be the most odd thing. And about the matches and the lighter, my mom took it both ways. She uh, got the uh, lighter on both ways. Now, here's the thing. 
They they do that because the one guy tries to light up the shoe bomb. Yeah. So every time some idiot's going to try to do something, that's going to be the next thing we're going to focus on, and eventually matches and lighters will be let back on. Well, the the, the funny thing about the shoe bomber guy, uh, they didn't start doing anything about it till about a year and a half, two years later. Right. That's the other thing, too. Andy and Apopka, you're in the hideout. We got Andy. Hey, what's going on, hideout? Hey, buddy. Happy holidays. And to you. Man, I was listening to the beginning of that recording, and that egghead moron was like, well, uh, screwdrivers and small objects aren't much of a threat to national security. They didn't think box cutters were. What, what did Hajif and his buddies have for weapons when they ran planes into the Trade Center? I mean, exactly. That, that's exactly what it was. It was what box cutters, and yeah, there was something I else, too. I think they ought to give everybody on the plane, issue a gun with your ticket, and then get it back when you get off. <laughs> everybody's got a gun, nobody misbehaves. Well, you know, that that's really not a bad thing. Uh, that's an awful idea. Why? If everybody has a gun, no one's going to try to take it over. Everybody gets a gun. Even the children. BB guns, at least. No. Can we not be complete shock jocks and at least do BB guns? I'm serious. I think if they... If you can't has, be serious. If everybody on that plane has a gun, nothing's going to happen. I can't be mad at you over your idiotic statements because of the Christmas music in the background. It's the season. Bill and Claremont, you're in the hideout on the radio. Yeah, that that that's just ridiculous. That what? just goes to show how insecure and unprotected this country is. And I keep saying it over and over again. It's the illusion of safety, just the illusion. That's all we have right now. Exactly. And one more thing. I, what, what's the line of defense at the airports? You see these security people? <laughs> Just give me a break. Uh, like, you, if you walked in backwards, they'd think you were leaving. It's like, <laughs> it's, like you, in, it's like getting patted down by a Walmart greeter. It, all it is is you're, you're getting... And it, look, I know people are working hard, but the people who are checking us and are in charge of security are just people who are waiting to go on break. Like, when that's your gig, mm-hmm. that's all you're doing is waiting to go on break. You're looking for the, the Zs on the ticket. Other than that, you know, you're just waiting to get get out of there. Eric in Daytona, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Eric? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, dude. I think the Mexicans are going to take over now on these airplanes. Mexicans? Yeah, they got to go. Oh, come on. What the hell's wrong with you? Okay, there's one plane for Mexicans. There's one plane. Segregation on flights. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. With guns. All right, segregation with guns. That uh, Guns, that's going to go really well. Only for the whites. 407-916-1041, What does line three mean? We'll find out. Anonymous here in the hideout. What do you have, Anonymous? Hey, Dubs and Hefe. How you doing, man? Hey, buddy. Hey, listen, I just want to say that this whole thing is a setup. Um, it's totally inappropriate for TSA to make this announcement. They could simply give the directive to their employees, and then nobody would worry about it and wouldn't have every knucklehead in the world trying to bring on their uh, their geological hammer or their screwdriver or whatever. <laughs> you know, that, and, that's and true, just, too. Yeah, and it's just it's just trying to get these nut jobs out there, so then, then we have some kind of incident, real or manufactured, and GWB gets to say, hey, see, I told you, you know, there's still a threat. Let's uh, let's spy on more people. Let's tighten it up again. Yeah, well, uh-huh. you know, I can't, uh, I can't really disagree, Dubs. I, I doubt it goes that deep, but I wouldn't put anything uh, to the realm of being impossible. 407-916-1041, Noel in Orlando, you're in the hideout. We got Noel. 
That's the next song. I'm calling regarding the uh, security and airplanes. Why don't we make the seatbelt stay buckled for the full ride? And if someone needs assistance to go to the bathroom, have one of the marshals guide them into it. And I think it'll be a lot safer. Now, here's the thing, though. What about the marshals? And why do they have to get up and down every time? I don't know about if marshals, but I think... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I can't hold it together. <laughs> With this Christmas music? Uh, yes. <sighs> With the marshals, I, I, you know, you can even have flight attendants. And I think at least every flight attendant should have a gun. All right, let's take a break. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. I don't know what it is with you and wanting to hand out guns now to everybody. As I look around the hideout, uh, as I look around the hideout right now, I can't see anyone that I'd want with a gun. I'd be fine with a gun. It's a Hideout Rule Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Rule Radio 104.1. Last show, last live show of 2005. And Dubs are talking about everybody getting on these flights, mm-hmm. the airport security. We're also coming back with bumper music that uh, says 2005 to the Hideout. This is a song, Mr. Brideside. That Tommy Bateman almost ended mine and Matt Albert's life to while we were on I-4. This is all lies. Matt Albert almost ended his life. Every day he actually gets out of bed. And we're going to do that all night. Heretics open door starts at 9 as opposed to 10. You only get in with food, hot chicks, or presents. And finally, we are going to uh, all go out afterwards and have the Heretic Holiday Party. Where they buy us food. Exactly. Saying thank you to us. (laughs) Uh, plus, you'll hear Christmas music in the background. All night long, because uh, office offices throughout the holiday season are just playing nothing but... And we even do it here in the hideout. Yeah. One day a year. No need to do it for a month. Just one day. Matt in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Matt? Right, so you got to bring uh, food, chicks, and presents. How about uh, edible blow dolls? But anyhow... Yes, that'll hey, work. I... That's a present. And a okay, chick. You're, you're, you're talking about on the... Uh... The airplane, you know, with the uh, seatbelt strapped in for the whole flight. Mm-hmm. How about something like on the Incredible Hulk where they got the over-the-head uh, the harness that comes down? And uh, think about how quick you can get up to uh, 35,000 feet with everybody strapped in. That's true. And, uh, and coming down, you can do a couple loop-to-loops, you know. Oh, so like, you, oh, you put the harness over the top like you were in some sort of a fighter jet or something? Like, yeah, like a roller coaster. I don't know, man, because already sitting on there so uncomfortable. And have your feet dangle, too. All right, I want to have a floor for my airplane. I'm sorry if I'm a little greedy, but I'd like a floor for my airplane. There's a, there's a aisleway, but there's still like a section cut out so your feet can dangle. Here's another Matt in Orlando in the hideout. What you got, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Hey, dude. Hey, uh, I, I'm an airline mechanic, and uh, I helped install the uh, enhanced cockpit doors, the strengthened cockpit doors. Mm-hmm. And there is no way in hell anyone is ever going to get through that door. Terrorist or no terrorist, there is no way in hell anyone is ever going to get through that door, especially with a, a pair of nail clippers. So, but, um, so, so it's okay then. Now, what about matches and stuff? Is that really a. Uh... A big deal in case somebody could light, light their feet on fire and they have a bomb on their Matches, pl- yes. Matches, I would be a little afraid of, but uh, a nail clipper or a, even a box cutter, I, I would not even think twice about letting someone through with that because there's no way in hell anyone's going to get to that cockpit door. Can you imagine someone rushing a, a 
the cockpit door with a, a box cutter. Can you imagine how many people would be on his ass in and an instant? Now, what if it was Hulk Hogan? <laughs> there would still be many people on his ass putting him down, and, and I seriously doubt anyone would ever get through that door. All right, cool. Thank you, Matt. All right, enough with the music. Too much. There's too much going on already. Unless you have a Hulk Christmas song, it's not going to happen. I, I bet might. you can find one. <laughs> I watched Mr. Nanny last night. N- Lucky? Not that I'm saying it's a big deal, but why should you be able to bring matches or a lighter on an airplane? So you can smoke. But see, that's the thing. You're not allowed to smoke there. I yeah, guess. but when you when you land, you can't even smoke without matches or a lighter. Well, you can you can buy a lighter once you get to no. the airport. Oh, they don't even sell them in the airports mm-hmm. anymore. That's so true, because I remember when we landed in New York. Remember the one guy who was out there smoking and, like, everybody? Oh, he, he was like a, uh, a guy with cocaine in a strip club. Everybody was just gathered around him. Flocking. Andy and Apopka, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What do you got, Andy? All right. I thought a little more about my stupid idea about giving everybody a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank, One, thank you I, for admitting I that. a hole in the side of the plane, everybody goes down. Exactly. But how about give everybody a taser? I know. Right, there's no reason to give everybody like... a weapon. Yeah, because right. at worst, everybody gets shocked. They all go down. It's a peaceful trip. Then if you got a bowl, you can smoke it because nobody's going to tell on you. How about everybody gets a taser? How about uh... how about just the white people? No, no, not the, the white people. Past. How about um, about laser tag? Everybody just gets one of those guns, a laser tag gun. I don't like that. Not one little bit. Right, everybody's chanting on the AOL. Uh, tasers, hell yeah. Chunks is all for it. Imagine if we had tasers on a plane and we were flying with Chunks. We'd just be shock- <laughs> shocking him in the neck the whole time. You wouldn't even have to turn it on. And he'd be all like, stop, 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 no. Rich in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Rich? Uh, uh, sorry, Rich. He punched out. So we're not flying. Chunks, you're flying, though? Yes, sir, I am. I just took my girlfriend to the airport today. What, what was Madness. It? Was it? Yeah. I didn't, uh, like, when I was dropping her off at the gate we were dropping her off at, it wasn't that bad, but pulling in there, it was just such a flood of people pulling in, it was a pain in the ass to get to the gate. I, um, I'm not going to go near that side of town. Like for the next two weeks, I see. Think. I have to. Uh, I had to drop her off there today. I have to go pick up my friend on Sunday. Uh, then I have to go pick her up again uh, Tuesday, and then I have to take him back. Uh, my friend that's coming in on Sunday back the next Thursday. So I'm in two weeks. I'm gonna be there four times. Um. All right. Now I got oh, and then I have to take chunks. Uh, Saturday morning. This Saturday? Yeah. Wow, dude. I'm going to be there five times. Lucky. Jeff in Orlando, you're in the hideout. I'm coming over there. I'm going to let y'all empty out a hopper of paintballs on me. Quit being a pussy about the tasers. All right, tasers. Um, How about paintball guns? Paintball guns I could live with on a plane. Now, let me ask you this, and I hate to bring this up, but couldn't, isn't it feasible that someone could use a cell phone to detonate a bomb? I mean, I see that I see that in movies all the time. Cell phones used to detonate bombs. Yeah, but how would they get the bomb on the plane to detonate it with a cell phone? I mean, if they are able to get a bomb on, then possibly 
They could use the cell phone to detonate. You know, if they're able to get a bomb on, they they definitely have a way of detonating anyway. So, I mean, yeah, get, getting the, but keeping let, the bomb from getting on is the battle. Let me ask you, if that happens, will cell phones eventually be banned? No. Well, why would you design a bomb right next to you and blow it up with a cell phone if you can just reach over and hit the switch? I, I'm thinking that maybe uh, on the carry-on underneath. I know the carry-on, but the check baggage. Yeah, check baggage, stupid. And again, I'm not how giving ideas, but this is the stuff that you see in movies. How pissed would you be if uh, that was the one time the luggage got lost, you know? And you were doing that. I guess if you were a terrorist, you'd be mad. I'm like, sorry. Damn it. F you. <laughs> <laughs> uh... 407-916-1041. Jonathan in Leesburg, you're next up in the hideout. What you got, Jonathan? Hey, listen, idea. Uh, your cell phone is awful. All right, so coming up, 8 o'clock, um, John Amato from CrooksandLiars.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have uh, Mark St. Amant and uh, what's him call it? What's his name? Um... Fat Man Diary. Hey, you want to do Fat Man Diary? Yeah, this is Fat Man Diary next. Next. Daniel in Pine Hills, you're in the hideout. We need to watch out for them women terrorists, because sooner or later they're going to make dildo bombs. <laughs> what if that's what the shrapnel was? Just a whole bunch of sex toys. I'd open my mouth. Get my circus seal, trying to catch a fish. TL in Orlando, what do you got, dude? Hey, guys, this is, yeah, this is TL here. Yo, what's up, bro? Uh, I was wondering, I always wondered about this, you know, about, you know, the terrorists taking over the plane and stuff. How come the uh, pilots don't have the option to vent nerve gas back into the cabin? Huh. I, You know, that did pop in my head before, like, you know, a, a way for them just to hit a button and, like, there's some kind of but gas. But what if some of it happens to seep through into the cockpit? Then you really, I mean, it's just, like, even if there's the smallest crack, then it's over for everybody. What if you just had the threat of it, though? Here's the thing, though. I would think it would be too much of a liability, because what if it did accidentally get out, and then someone had a reaction to it, just a passenger, and they died? You, sign I don't know, a, you have to sign a waiver. You know, everybody's giving up their freedoms for uh, safety anyway, so hey. No, I mean, that, that's a good point. Thank you, T.O. All right, quick break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. From Real Radio. Spends this holiday season the way ours do, with love, affection, and eight or nine bottles of Jägermeister. 104.1. Hey, Danielle, I'm working on the new commercial for International Diamond Center, IDC. Are you telling about IDC's new super showroom in Orlando, the massive selection of certified diamonds in all sizes, up to 30 carats, in designer studies like Takori, Scott K, and Ambar? Oh, yes, but what do you recommend this holiday? Diamond stud earrings. IDC has the largest selection, up to 20 carats, at the best prices. Wow. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from the International Diamond Center in Altamont Springs, in Winter Park, and in South Orlando. Hi, this is Shane McIntarfer with Albertsons, wishing you happy holidays from all of our associates. We look forward to serving you in 2006 and helping make your life easier. show sponsored by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Have we gotten a hold of Mark St. Amant? Not yet. Uh, we'll still trying to track him down. And the open door policy, last one of the year, happens at 9 o'clock. Come on up and hang out in the hideout. Be somebody. It's your chance for the last time this year. It's Real Radio 104.1.
All right, welcome back into the hideout. We're ready at 104.1. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs. Go ahead. That one of the better uh, bumper music songs. I think it's going to be one of the best ones of all time, and that'll be with us for a while. But that one we got in 2005, System of a Down, BYOB. Saw the show, too, this year here in Central Florida. Great show. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to be somebody tonight. 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Remind me to tell you about the fight that I'm having with my little brother on the Instant Messenger. Oh, you're having a, a little squabble? Yes. Uh, right now, though, we're talking about, you know, traveling and airplane safety, and now you can bring the scissors and the tools back onto the plane. And again, I insist, it's just all about the illusion of safety. Uh, Scott and Altamont Springs, you're in the hideout. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, buddy. I just wanted to say I was in Iraq and Afghanistan. I've been there, uh, well, I was in Afghanistan in 2001, and uh, I just recently came back from Iraq. I'm home on leave, but um, I've seen IEDs that are um, that have been blown up with cell phones because they get the same frequency. Not really going to go into it all that much, but uh, I'm in the military intelligence corps, and some of the guys that we've interrogated, uh, that's how they've shown us how they've actually done it and stuff like that. So, so the cell phone thing is a real possibility, right? Oh, the cell phone thing is a total response, uh, a total possibility. It's actually a uh, probability. So eventually one day it'll happen, but it's already happening over there. I mean, convoys are getting blown up left and right from these mm. things. Here's what I'm going to worry, I wonder about too, Scott. And, uh, you know, because Dubs and I, before being here in uh, Orlando, we were up in Washington, D.C. We were on the Metro a lot. And I wonder if this begins to happen here in the United States, if you'll see cell phones be banned from public transportation. Or is it even banned over there, Scott? No, it's not banned over there. Uh, it's a difficult thing I mean, to ban. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a totally difficult thing to ban. I mean, cell phones are international, so what are you going to do? But I, I don't think it'll be banned on, on public transportation, but, you know, you never know. Um, all I can say is that we're just going to keep on fighting over there. and Absolutely. And I'm going to keep doing my job, keep you all safe. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that, man. Let's go to Tim and Leesburg next up in the hideout. We got Tim. Uh, hello. Um, it occurred to me that, uh, you know, on September 11th, the passengers on Flight 93 took over that plane. It ended up crashing in Pennsylvania, but I'm not sure it would be possible for someone to hijack a plane with something weak, like, you know, just a little pair of scissors or, you know, something like that anymore. I think perhaps the passengers would, would whip their ass. No, and you said that's the other thing about it, too, Tim, and you bring up a great point in that, no one was really expecting or knowing what was going to happen. No one knew what to do at that point, you know. And now everybody's like, "Hey, if if it's going to happen, I might as well, you know, risk my life to. If I'm going to die anyway, I might as well risk my life to try to save this thing from uh, going down." Exactly. And now anybody who is going to try, it, and you even hear about a couple of crazies who are maybe drunk, who get up and maybe run around a little bit. You see passengers and even sky marshals that pounce them. Immediately. So you, you, that's a very good point, Tim. And maybe that's one of the reasons we start allowing scissors and stuff back on. But I just wonder if one day the cell phone thing, you know, is mm-hmm. gonna is gonna be out there, and will it be? Will cell phones have to be checked baggage instead of allowed actually on your person? You, that that could definitely be a possibility where they won't allow you to actually have it on you during the during the flight. You can uh, put it on your uh, you can't have it on your carry on, but you can you know check it or maybe you just hand it to the. Uh, to the uh, flight attendant, when you get on, she locks it up in a certain thing, and then you, when you're off, it... Yeah, that's what we need, slowing down uh, the process of getting off and on a plane. 
It doesn't take that long. Yes, it does. It's awful. Getting off does. It's just uh, it's it's, com- it's completely because of the kids. And you hear them too nowadays saying, "Hey, we're going to allow people to use their cell phones." It keeps coming up over and over. If you want to talk talk with your cell phone, you know, on the plane, then it keeps being thrown out there as a possibility. It keeps it'll get it, sh- it gets shot down though every time it's brought up. I, I didn't even know you could get service up there. Oh yeah. You can listen to your FM Walkman up there. Wow. Yeah, you can, I used to sneak it all the time, the FM Walkman. And you, but you, like, in a lot of times, like, maybe you got an FM, and you, when you're driving, you can listen maybe to a signal for, like, three, four hours, maybe, mm-hmm. with a strong signal, like real radios. If you're in a plane, you get it for maybe 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine it would uh, stay good that long. Uh, Matt in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. What do you got, buddy? How you doing? Um... The guy's talking about cell phones. They don't, uh, singular and everything, doesn't reach above 10,000 feet. Um, I'm an ex-Marine, and we use satellite phones over in Saudi. And uh, they're the only things that reach up that high. You might get partial coverage, but a tower only reaches high. If you're getting an FM signal, it's because it's bouncing off a mountain or something coming up refracted from the ground. But uh, you're not going to get a constant signal. Why they have you turn off your cell phones is so the cell phone doesn't cause interference with the aviation machinery in the plane. I had no idea. Well, why, yeah. why is it they keep talking about, though, it maybe being a possibility of people talking on their cell phones while in the air? Um, well, there's text messaging and things that can bounce off satellite if you have certain systems like Nextel. But on a singular something, you're only getting refractive coverage from about 10,000 feet or below. Same way when Comcast helped them start and fill, you're only getting a certain amount of coverage. Uh, that's why a lot of times your mounds are different altitude. You know, your band only goes so far or your width only goes so high on your on your, on your display. But um, yeah. satellite phones, it's a possibility. All right. Hey, thank you, man. I don't even get a uh, signal in the studio, let alone... 10,000 feet in the air. You can't get one in your apartment. No. You had, you had to get a home phone uh-huh. so that people can get a hold of you. I need that home phone, by the way. Give it to me now. I don't have it. I literally do not know it. I'll have to call you from home and tell you what it is. Dude, I don't know mine either. I just have it because I need the... Yeah, for the internet. That's the only reason I have it. For the DSL. Uh, truck driver Jay, you're up in the hideout. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, man. Hey, I got some, the uh, thing with the cell phones and public transportation. They have boxes that actually block those signals from even coming in or going out. That is true, I guess. Um, I've never really thought about that, but they do have the technology. In fact, they want to expand it to uh, the movies now. So I guess since it's out there, yeah, they could easily put that, like on a bus maybe has one of those blockers, or uh, on the metro... When you go underground in the metro, you can't get any sort of a signal. I mean, there's not. I could always roam. Really? Yeah. I doubt it. Well, Verizon had something in D.C., but Sprint, you got nothing. Hey, thank you, truck driver Jay. I could I could receive and send calls in D.C. on my Sprint, uh, only on roaming though. It was analog. It wasn't the. Uh, how, mu- how much does the roam cost? Oof, it can get expensive. Like a connection fee of like four bucks, and then what? A dollar a minute or something like that. It's insane. Hack. Yeah, uh, when I was in D.C., I w- it was in the metro, and there's actually a bum who got, like, one of the old cell phones. I- it didn't even have a battery in it, but he was having a conversation, apparently, with his imaginary friend on the other side. And it was pretty much the funniest thing I've ever seen, especially since he fell out of the train getting out. There's a little icing on the cake. So you're making fun of a guy who probably fought in Vietnam, who thought he was talking to one of his uh, ex-NAM buddies, on an old cell phone. Is that what you just did? Yeah. In every stop, he'd get out and go, oh, this isn't the right stop, man. I'm getting back on. 
Why were you hating? Why are you hating on the war veterans here right before Christmas? Hey, he's not a war veteran, man. You know. He's yeah, just... he probably was. Sadly, no. most most of the DC homeless actually were. Eh, well. Ron in Orlando. Uh, last thing on this, then we got to uh, we got to uh, move on. What do you got, Ron? Hey, I was just gonna say on the cell phone thing. Obviously, cell phones work on planes, man. Nine eleven, the whole let's roll thing. Everybody was calling their That's wives and everything. So that guy saying that cell phones don't work, he's crazy. They work. You can go on the internet and hear all kinds of calls. Thank you, Ron. I heard. Uh, I thought those were from actually the plane phones. See, I heard it was cell phones. People were using their cell phones. Hmm. Uh, let's take a break and come back. I'm sure my sprint doesn't work up there. Positive. Here's the thing. Mine doesn't. Have you tried turning it on up there? Oh, yeah, of course. No. You know what? I know it does. I One time, actually, when I just flew, when we when we went to New York, I left my cell phone on. I forgot to turn it off, and I picked up the phone, and I looked, and I had full bars. Oh, wow. And I turned it off. I was like, oh, crap. That's a first for Sprint. Yeah. And that's the only place you can get full <laughs> bars. I'm almost positive. I know I had it on, and it wasn't in any sort of roaming. It was just happening. Are we back at the uh, holiday party? <laughs> they played this song like every three songs at the Clear Channel Holiday Party. I love party. this song. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back. Hey, let me tell you about uh, let me tell you about the fight that I'm having with my little brother, and then we'll do the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Cool. This little son of a bitch hasn't made. I'm so pissed at him. I'm pissed at him and then pissed at my childhood. I know. And when it's I, any wonder why I'm not going home. When I look at my little brother and all the stuff he has, it really pisses me off. Kevin in Orlando, what do you got? Kevin, go ahead. Last word. Hey, um, yeah, the whole cell phone thing. You ever been in your TV and your cell phone goes off and it, it makes a weird buzzing noise? Yeah, same with like a computer. Yeah, well, what, they, what happens is there's a little uh, magnetic field that goes around your cell phone. That's why people say that it causes cancer and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. It probably uh, does. I'm sure we're all going to have it in about 20 years. <laughs> probably. But no, what they say not to use your cell phone for is because the amount of electronics on an aircraft like that, if you say you have one, two, three cell phones go off, it screws with all of their electronics. I mean, they won't. If they're on autopilot, it, you know, it could kick them off autopilot. It could do a ton of different stuff. So, so, they, don't, so they probably. They're still, they probably wouldn't end up uh, letting it go on on airplanes just because it messed with their their uh, equipment too much. Yeah, and the, the, like my dad did a lot of stuff on the works on the airplanes, and all it really did was when a cell phone would go off, it would just throw everything haywire and freak the pilots out. That's why they say not to use them. Huh. All right. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right. You know what? This is all right. I I uh, believe K Mike. He goes, cell phones don't interfere with the aviation systems. They've basically proved that. They run on way different frequency than the air traffic control systems and all that stuff. The reason they're banned on planes is with the old-style cellular systems, the planes flew so fast, the phones would bounce from cell to cell every few minutes and flood the call network, cell networks with cell handoff messages. New cell phone networks do handoffs much more cleanly, which is why you rarely drop calls anymore. So there's no real reason to ban know, them anymore. I don't know who he's going through. Drop calls all the time. Me, I suppose, when you're carrying the thing that's the size of a briefcase. All right, cool. I'm, one of those. I'm digging. Everybody be safe when you're traveling. Uh, very jam-packed rest of the hideout still coming up. Let me tell you about what my little brother's got going on and how it drives me insane. 
How these little sons of bitches are getting so much more than you and I ever did, Dubs. Mm-hmm. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, one of my favorite bumper music songs of the year. By the way, we'll take your request. You had something you really loved, Doug, this year. Uh, Slipknot and Duality. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. So much to get done. Dubs, I got an email from uh, Joey, and I'll read the full thing a little bit later on, but he uh, wanted to pass along his favorite hideout moment from 2005. And his is a very, very good one. We'll go over all those when the heretics get in here. Nice. Um, open doors from 9 to 11 tonight. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk to um, John Amato from CrooksAndLiars.com. Chunk's Fat Man Diary is on the way. Tuttle, the hideout general manager, is here to do his stunt. I saw him in the halls. His payoff uh, for the Helmet of Pain and the fantasy football. We're going to try to track down Mark St. Amant for some fantasy football, too. But first, uh, I want to talk about my, um, my little brother. Lover boy. In fact, I think he's listening now on RealRadio.fm. So I get, an, I get an IM from him. And he goes, uh... I think he is 15. Okay. He goes, uh, hey, I got an iPod, even though mom said you said not to. And at first I didn't even realize he's got a, the stupidest screen name ever. What is it? I'm not going to give it out. You can't give him a little <laughs> bit of it out? Uh, it, it's Bob Barker, but it's spelled real weird and it's got like a whole bunch of numbers and stuff on it. Actually, no, that's not right. It's Nick's Ball's ni- Nick's Ball 99. So anyway, um, or JFK Corolla. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so Loverboy send, sends me this, and, I, and he, it turns out he gets an iPod. Mm-hmm. And he's 15, and I'm like, okay. He got the iPod video. Oh, he got the really, really good one. Yeah, he got the badass one. For what reason? Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. You feel free to throw in at any time. Our buddy Michael Nelson is Hey, what's time. up? I'm sorry, dude. No, no, no. It's fine. Uh, MichaelNelsonComedy.com. We, uh, he was in last night. Yes. By the way, you got time. rave reviews. People were digging you last oh, night. Oh, thank so you. I'm glad That's you came awesome. back in. Great. So anyway, he gets this iPod uh, video. Mm-hmm. And now, did he get it for Christmas or did he get it just because? I think Christmas. And he already got to open it? Yeah. My mom doesn't care about that. It's a lot of money, too, right? He also got the Xbox 360. Oh, my gosh. So I got him an Xbox 360 game. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... Way to live up. And I go, hey... Yeah, I know, right? I go, hey, send me your address. So that... And I gave him my email address so that I can mail it to you. It's going to be a little late, but I got you an Xbox 360 game. And he's like, oh, I get my email address. So he just types it to me on the instant messenger. Okay. And I'm like, no, ass. Send it to me in an email so that I have it. No. Why don't you do a contest to see who can figure out our address and then send it to me? So now he's being a smart ass after I give him a gift. You don't get the game then. That's what I told him. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go uh, sell it somewhere because I'm starving. <laughs> so anyway, as it turns out now, and it just, it drives me insane. This little son of a bitch, and by the way, I do love you, lover boy, but still, oh. he's got an Xbox 360, a video iPod, two things that I wouldn't even begin to afford. Like, I gotta save it's a lot of money for mm-hmm. the next two years. It's a lot of money to get one of these. It's like $1,000 in gifts, essentially. Yeah. I know. My little brother's getting a laptop, he has a cell phone. He's only 11, and he's getting all <laughs> this un- stuff. That's so unnecessary. 
At 11? And my mom. That's the other thing. I talked to my mom. She goes, what do you want for Christmas? And I go, I, I, you know, whatever. A video iPod. Well, I didn't realize that was up for grabs. She goes, what's your favorite place to go eat? And so I'm thinking, all right, I guess I'm getting a gift card to uh, Red Lobster. <laughs> I, uh, I get a, t- I get a uh, $10 gift card. If I want an appetizer, I got to throw in my own money. I had to buy every kind of game system for myself when I was a kid, except for when Nintendo came out, because I was like only like six or seven. But after that, I had to buy every one of them for myself. I had to deal with uh, the Nintendo until the PlayStation came out because my mom went upgrade to like the uh, the Nintendo 64 or whatever they had after oh, the Super Nintendo. Jeez, and what I does your brother have now? Laptop. A laptop. A... He, I'm does sure. Does he run a company or what? No, what's he... going on here? <laughs> and he's he's Jeez. drug dealer, drug dealer. Oh, he got man. he got a laptop over the summer and yeah. he spilled something on it and ruined it. So my mom went out and got him another one for of Christmas. Course. I hope he's not listening right now on realradio.fm because I just ruined his Christmas <laughs> present then. <laughs> F him. So right cool poor, way, way, yeah. get a laptop. Yeah. Shut call. the hell up and deal with it. All right, now uh, lover boy's telling me he bought the iPod himself. Oh, whatever. No, that's not Where'd you get the money? At 15. He doesn't work, does he? No, he doesn't work. I was working at 14. Go get a job, you bum. Did you realize these iPod videos are 60 gigs? Yes. They're insane. That's, that's more than on your stupid e-machine that you nah, have. Mine's 60 80. Gig? 60 gig? 60 video iPod. How, how oh much? I didn't, I didn't hear. How much do those run again? Like, cost-wise? They're probably 500, I'm 500 at least, yeah. or more than that. Plus an Xbox? That's like a grand in gifts. Yeah, you're rolling out pretty strong there if you got those two things. Plus probably, oh, probably you know games what? for it. Uh, you know what he's telling Don't me now? him. He refs soccer games. Oh, that, 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 that is that's huge. That's like six figures a year. Yeah, and that's enough to warrant. Right, now now my stepbrothers on the IM screaming, they have it so goddamn good. That is good. It's uh, as good as it gets, I think. Next is a car. Yeah, they're gonna be. Uh, actually, my little brother already has a car. <laughs> oh man, he's eleven. He has a car. He sounds like a CEO. I know. <laughs> All that stuff. And my stepbrother, you know what he got uh, four years ago is my old 93 Jeep Wrangler. That's what he was getting. Jeez. Now, here's the thing. My mom was good to me when I was growing up. I'm not going to lie to you. Mine wasn't. <laughs> I was busting tables at Bollerville Farms to scrape up enough money to rent videos. I now I am kind of, well, maybe it's not so bad if he's ref in soccer games. He's got some sort of a little game. What? That's like 10 bucks a game, Yeah. Right? <laughs> One game but, a weekend. But remember what it was like, I mean, Dubs, when you were underage, 14, and you had these games, and you had money, you'd be going to the strip club. And yes to the caller who wants to bring in, uh, is that Gromit? Who wants to bring in girls from the dollhouse? No, it's actually Eddie. No, that sounds great. Oh, Eddie? But he wanted to know if, if of we Of course. Want. Yeah, no. Uh, of course we want girls from the dollhouse. And food. What the hell? All right, you... And food? Uh, you, know I... what, you know what uh, Bob Barker just typed to me now? What did he say? Mom's going to buy me an 06 Mustang. Get the oh. hell out of here. He and an airplane. Says the price is right, bitch. <laughs> wow. A new car! A new car! I need a brand new car. And now he's typing LOL. You little... I want to punch <laughs> your... Face? Half gay facing. <laughs> oh, come on. That's not nice. Is that the other one? <laughs> no, it's uh, the other one. <laughs> Wrong family. What have we started? <laughs> All right, lover boy. The other one. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, good is, for them. They're making All right, hey, let me ask. Is mom, hey, I'll just ask you and you can type. Is mom there listening with you? Mm-mm. 
If she is, she's going to have to pony up a little yeah. extra gift for you. Let's step it up. Tony in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Tony? Hey, man. Those iPod Nanos, you can't find them anywhere. My wife and I, we bought like 20 of them. We're making tons of money on them. <laughs> but the video ones, those are even harder to find. And the mm-hmm. 60 gig, it's 400 bucks. And for oh. some kid to buy that, a 15-year-old... He was refing soccer games? He didn't buy it with his own money. I was lucky to get McDonald's when I was 15. Yeah, that's the other thing. You're going over and you're getting the new uh, Burger King toy. I had to to, uh, beg to get one of those WWF uh, cookie and ice cream cakes (laughs) with with Andre the Giant Hulk Hogan on it. Ronnie, you're in the hideout. We got Ronnie. Those were $1.19, too. I'm grateful. You know what I'd do to be where you're at? Time I do get to a... Come on already. You, what's the point? <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Oh gosh. I don't know. I'll tell you what, boy. All right, so now I'm having a whole family conversation on the IM. The whole right family's now. involved. Send him a virus. If, if he gets an 06 Mustang, it's over. He does have a job, though. Maybe he's doing it's it right. It's not a job. But it, soccer, it, that, that's... But it is paying him money. That's a, week, that's a weekend gig on Saturdays, Yeah, usually. he's only making tops 20 bucks a week on that. 12 games a year. There's uh, a good career in that, though. What does a professional that's $25 and fifty cents. For soccer, 20 bucks a week. A professional soccer I would, referee. I would guess. He's been saying All right, I'm asking him how much years. he makes a game. 15 a game, how many... I people, told you. There's, only, there's no more than three, three uh, a week. Ten games a year? Uh, his last check was 163 for a year. For for two weeks? What do you think about, though? Uh, 163 for two weeks. He works six weeks. He's got an iPod video. All right, buy me one. Yeah, pass it around. Seriously, my birthday's Money bags. Feb 10th. Remember. All right. I'm not buying it. He's 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 uh. Can I get what if I right get now? my family yeah. and you guys all to go in for a video iPod for me? All right. People are saying get my mom on the air. No, you, I don't want to subject <laughs> you to this. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole other level. What the hell is this? Right, Christmas what, song? Which Christmas song is this, you moron? <laughs> it's called uh, a Filipino Christmas. What? Oh yeah, crank that. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember this classic. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Jesus is proud. All right, you know what? Here's my thing. I'm wondering if I'm now kind of proud of my little brother because he seems like he's gonna be a good businessman. He sold his old Xbox for ninety bucks. He's negotiating. He got the new one. I yeah. still don't buy that. Because I I made about two hundred bucks every two weeks and I couldn't afford anything. Yeah. You were going to the strip club. Not at fourteen when I was working. Greg in Orlando, you're in the hideout. I'm 17 and I got two 360s, an iPod, and my thing is bigger than yours. <laughs> oh man, that's so cool. Look at Zinger too. That one's going in the notebook. <laughs> Michael Nelson's putting that in his notebook, his comedy oh. notebook. Right, let's take a break and come back with the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Uh, final Fat Man of the Year. Are we going to have Christmas music under it, too? Absolutely. <laughs> as long as it's a Filipino, we're okay. It's country. <laughs> Michael Nelson here, comedian, hanging out. I believe Ew. Kimmy and Kat are coming up to give massages today, too, because it is Thursday. You mean you two are getting massages? Yes. That's what we mean. Everybody watches. <laughs> it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. And all over that beautiful escort. Yeah, it's true. And it's still there because he hadn't washed it since. Pink. 
I figured that it would only take me another hour to go home, get my clothes, and come back. Which would usually be the case, unless there happens to be a jackknife tractor trailer in a multiple death accident. Four hours later, I finally make it into work. I got a lucky break, however. I had missed most of the day of work and missed out on all of the good tables. My manager saved me a big party of about 30 who had made a reservation earlier. At least I would make some money. This would be a $250 tip easily. The table was quite a pain in the ass. One time they even followed me back into the kitchen area to find out why their food was taking so long. <laughs> and called me a Cro-Magnum tard. That's what you have on your business card now, though. Mm. But eventually they were finished, and I dropped the check off. And then I'll pat myself on the back for a job well done, and I'll get $250. Thank God for automatic gratuity. I ran in the kitchen to bust some of my plates, and I thought to myself... Now, this is when you were the frozen caveman waiter, right? Yeah, it's when I worked at the resort. I thought to myself, this Christmas isn't so bad. Imagine him with his dirty big paws carrying out your food. Especially after just taking a tire off of his car. Mm. Yeah, it's true. I was a little dirty. Even though I didn't really get to do anything fun on Christmas, I still made a lot of money. And I wasn't toe up like one of the accident victims from the semi. Victims? Victims. Toe, toe up. Toe up. <laughs> Dad? Oh, All right, now, boy. hold on a second. Are you going to get to the point where uh, the family uh, puts the white dare and your uh, white dye in your sister's sideburns to play the abominable slow man? That doesn't even... Matt Albert, <laughs> you're reaching. Is that on there? A little disappointed you, Matt. <laughs> you know, there's only one known picture of his sister, and it's of her walking in the woods looking backwards. <laughs> that was actually kind of funny. I know. That's why I said it. Move it on, ass. <laughs> I walked over to my now empty table and opened up the check caddy with eyes wide open. To my astonishment, to find it empty. Not only was there no tip, but there was no payment. For their $800 meal. Oh. Unfortunately, I had to shell out half of the tab and walked away with nothing. Why did you have to, to pay for half the tab? It's terrible. It's customary in some places, man. It's an iPod. You customary? Wa- yeah, if you get walked out on. <laughs> you lost out on a video iPod. It was an iPod, buddy. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Nonetheless, nothing worse could possibly happen to me. I went out to the car excited at the gifts that I would be giving my family. Or should I say would have? As I noticed, one of the windows in my sister's car broken. <laughs> and all of my presents were gone. Oh. You couldn't have a worse life. That's terrible. Yeah, that was bad. I didn't wrap them, you know, so I guess they were all out there in the Exposed. seat. Yeah, and it was a kind of, there was a lot, is prone to vandalism there. So I guess it was kind of my fault. I guess I deserved it. But yeah, that that was a real crappy day. And this was two years ago? Yeah, two years ago. And worse yet, he hasn't had sex in three years. Oh. Well, I think... So you're one year deep on not getting uh, laid. So at that time in your life, you're thinking, man, I haven't got laid in a year. Then all that happens to you. Then you're done. No, I mean, I kind of put the... I mean, yeah, that's, I guess, another thing I could have tacked on. 
You know, but I wasn't thinking about it when I wrote that. I try and... Oh, crap. Yes, it's been a while. Hey, was that the year, Tommy, you and I? Was that 2003, you and I did Christmas Day with El Jefe at WJFK? Yeah, yeah, all six hours of it. Just me and Tommy. We didn't even really know each other. We're doing six hours alone. All right, yeah, Chris and Daytona has a good question. What do you got, Chris? Hey, I'm dying to know how a party of 30 walks out. Yeah, how does, it, how does a party of 30 walk out on you, moron? Well, it was a resort, so... Do they all say they're going to the bathroom at the same time? <laughs> no, I mean, you, you, it's customary. You bring the check caddy, and you assume that people are going to pay. You know, and I went in the back to bust some of the dishes. What happens when you assume? You make an ass <laughs> out of you and me. No, just you. But I guess I was... Uh, Sir, all 30 of us need to go to the car real quick. Our uh, checks. Well, it's not like they ran out. They walked out casually, you know? You well, it was a good day for them. I heard they got extra presents, too, in the parking lot. Well, I guess lot. they're getting <laughs> fresh air. All right, I hear that the window is broken while driving because your sister saw a two-for-one Whopper deal at Burger King and she tried to jump through the window. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Actually, she couldn't even... Actually, she saw the big boy and tried to grab the burger out of his hand. <sighs> Drive-by snatching. <laughs> Damn, dude. What's wrong with him? He's just wishing you a happy holiday. No. Hey, his sister's no gem either. Uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a break and come back. Tuttle is here, and I say he pays off his helmet of pain stunt next. Okay. And then we'll get to John Amato. Right. He's got to be up early in the morning and do the best of... Uh, oh, I appreciate that. ...the monsters in the morning. Well, we I appreciate you not, coming in and doing not, it. Oh man, I can't. I've had a rough two weeks. And yeah. You know what? I'm pretty. I'm pretty much sure that I'm. I'm gonna end up having to do the stunt medley at the end of the year. But I'm. I'm doing it in protest, thanks to chunks. Uh, what? What's the controversy? Well, for one thing, when we started out the whole thing, I asked him. I said, "Are we going by you know the person that had the stunt the most during the year?" He said, "Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's how we're doing it." No way. Not and then at I all. find out that it's because whoever has the most point or the less amount of points. So it's like. That ruined my whole strategy, thinks the fat man. What over there. It wrecked your whole strategy? The strategy is to win. Hey, people that, <laughs> well, people that, really that win that still have to do the stunts. Didn't you say somebody only lost one time when you guys did this before? Mm -hmm. And they ended up having to do the stunt medley? Yeah. No, no. Well, no. PJ, PJ only lost once. Yeah, he only lost no, one he time. Didn't. He lost like three times. Did he? Yeah, he ended up losing. Remember, he had he, to smack himself across the face, but I think that's the only one. No, no, no. no, no he no. also had to eat the um, oh. wings off of chunks. And. He did your little skit. Uh, uh, that. All right, let's take a break. This is going to suck. <laughs> yeah, we'll we come got... back. And uh, we got to be really clean on how oh, we yeah, describe. Oh, yeah, please do, because yeah. I don't want to be the reason that you guys lose your license or whatever. <laughs> no, we lose our license, all of us. Um, all right, we'll take a break and come back. Tuttle will pay off the helmet of pain. And... Um, all right, it's just going to say uh, he's going to be drinking. But it won't be alcohol. We'll take. Well, actually, partly it will. Yeah. Now I think about it. It's we'll going to be a nice I'll mixed th drink. I'll think. Of, <laughs> I'll think of how we could describe it next. A little mellow yellow. It's Tuds <laughs> and the Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. All right, it's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. It's already a circus. Um, here's what's going on. Crooks and Liars, uh, John Amato coming up at 8:30. Also, too. Um, we're going to have the open door policy from 9 to 11. The heretics will come up and hang out. Michael Nelson, comedian, is here. MichaelNelsonComedy.com. Hello. Uh, this is one of the better... Uh, Are you the Michael Nelson? The Michael Nelson? Yes, I... 
Never heard of you. Oh, <laughs> come on, Tuttle. No, dude, uh, I heard you last night. You're pretty funny. Um, Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Now, uh, what else is going on tonight? Though we got a lot of stuff going on. We still got the Hideout Headline Game Show. Uh, let's go ahead and go with the high, um, fantasy football. Uh, Tuttle is here. Off two tonight. All right, from what I understand, from what you're doing, you're good enough with what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give you another one uh, at the end of the uh, at the beginning of the year. I mean, I'll, I'm good for you. You know that. Okay. Well, then you know what? Fine. Let's. Uh, I don't let's... want anybody to say that I got off easy here. <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna say that after uh, what you're about to do. <laughs> All right. So uh, just recapping, you go to uh, the hideout page in realradio.fm. We do a hideout fantasy football league. It's everybody on the show, uh, and also too very uh, happy. To have uh, Tuttle and Drunky the Bear from the Monsters. He's done Mace, uh, was it Mace Taco? Or Mace, Mace, he did the Pepper Spray Buffalo Wings, mm. where he ate those. Delicious. You know, we filmed something with Mace the other day. Oh, we, did you? Yeah, we did a uh, Mace in the Face boxing match. <laughs> we filmed it, it was great. It was awesome. We sprayed it on the boxing gloves. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and then gosh. we sprayed it in our face, and like you had about 30 <laughs> seconds of punching, and then the rest was um, crying and, you know, just... And, Excruciating pain. So did anybody uh, connect a shot? Oh yeah, definitely. Wow. So here's wow. what's going on. Tuds is here to pay off the stunt, mm-hmm. and I guess you are going to. Don't. Get uh, but, well, hold on. Let me say this. <laughs> Let me say this first of all. That uh, whoever gets the fewest points in mm-hmm. our fantasy football league is the person who has to do the stunt. I think everybody is stunted, but Deuce chilled their own. Deron? I know your tricks. Don't try to jinx me. I'm just saying, everyone else, I believe, it's an eight-person team, a league, and the only one who hasn't stunted yet is Doe. I don't think the dude show will probably have to stunt. He's doing real well. And yeah. the thing about it is he didn't even pick his damn team. Matt Albert was trying hey, to I put friggin- Jimmy Smith on that team, and that's the reason I win. Mm. So regardless, uh, and whoever gets the fewest points for the entire year has to do a medley of all the stunts that are done, all 17. So here's what's going on, Dubs. Um, Tuttle is here. His stunt is going to be a mixed drink. I'll just say this. It is mixed with, what is that, whiskey? Maker's yeah, Mark a, whiskey. Yeah, just a little shot. you got to have a chaser with this. It's a little harsh, what I'm about to do. And it's going to be, we'll just call it this, Tuttle's Lemonade. All right? Okay. Mm. So, Delicious. Fresh explosion. <laughs> Tuttle's lemonade is going to be. Uh, I'm gonna go in the room with Chunks because I, I want him to be close to me. All right, I know. like that. All right, why don't you go in there with Chunks? Hold on, I, I wore a special outfit for him too. Okay. Awesome. Oh, Let me man. see it. What is? All right, just a little bit. Of- <laughs> oh gosh, he's got very he's got very tight. Those are shorts. Uh, <laughs> underoos on, and those are underoos. <laughs> Are you going to be playing baseball with me? Oh Have you decided? Yeah, of course. Okay, I just want to make sure. I'm, I'm going to be pitching, you're going to be catching. All right. Yeah, actually, that's the way it's going to go. <laughs> no <laughs> lemonade. That's a pecking order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Right, Tuttle's tiny. Look at him. I know. You need clear heels. You know right. what the worst part about those little shorts is? Like, the bottom is <laughs> oh, butt hangs out of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, wow. uh, turn on the mic. Okay. All right, so now. Oh, adorable. Yeah, I'll do it right here. In, it right. stinks, man. Hold on. Hold on. I'm All right. Tuttle is ah! pouring lemonade. Oh. Tuttle is now getting the lemonade. Sounds like he's doing more oh than that than chunks. <laughs> yeah, you d- don't sit there and uh, just scream, you moron. 
Well, I think Chunk oh, should be God. holding these other part of the yes. there. Smell. Oh, you got some of my cheek. Come on, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's a good it's cologne, good, actually, what? if you uh, sure fly it evenly. Okay? Alright, let me see what Is you got, good? Tuts. Is that a good amount? Alright. Is that a good amount? You're dirty. You're so dirty. You're so dirty, Tuttle. Now, what do you have in there? Well, I hope I don't trip. Yeah, wait, whoa, easy. All right. Oh. Look at it. Look at him prancing around that like it's like, <laughs> like it's the birdcage. I've only right. seen this done once up. before. Uh, actually, I heard it done once before on an old Ron and Ron show. Oh, so nice. I actually, uh, Great. Ron and Fez wow. now on uh, XM202. Pouring the drink. All right. Is it mixed now? Yeah. Well, no, I'm going to you know do a little okay. mixture. Mixing. Do you want a... Do you want to get a trash can just in case you throw up? Um, mm, do you yeah, work, please, yeah, yeah. Do you work bachelor parties? All right. <laughs> uh, here's the trash can for oh, Tuds. Man. Again, Tuds will be drinking Tuddle lemonade with uh, some whiskey. <laughs> with the whiskey chaser. Long Island Tuddle tea. You want you guys uh, want to you know, get the effect of smell first? Here. No, I'm not. I don't want to smell. No. I can smell it from here. I, okay. I got it from You're here. okay. I think I'm Look down. at him prancing around. I think I'm around. downwind. This is, this is his are time re- to shine. Are you ready, Tuttle? Yeah. Uh, this is probably the worst thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I got to say, you always, you're always, always coming up with the good stuff. Yeah. This is very hardcore. All right. Give me a countdown, please. All right. All right from three? Uh, here, now, here's the Focus. way we. this is the way we do it. On your mark, set, mo. All, All right. right. So after mo, you go. Okay? All right. All right. On your mark, set, mo. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's wrong with you? Hold it. He's a little problem. Are you going to oh. stop? Oh. He throws up. Oh. Donald throws up from oh. drinking. Dude. Oh. <laughs> what did you call it, Dubs? Long Island Tuttle Tea. Long oh, Island Tuttle yeah. Tea. Get it out. Are you going to throw up, Dubs? I might. Uh, Do you want to go get another trash can? Go get uh, another trash can for Dubs. Look out, Dubs. Uh, <laughs> is everyone in here going to throw up? Uh-oh. Wow. What the heck is going on? in the room right now. A lot of rushing around. Oh, come on, Dubs. Uh, what is... Wow. Okay, so now Tuttle has thrown up, and he's made Dubs throw up from drinking the... What a night. Long Tuttle Tea or whatever it's called. <laughs> you know, usually I'm not happy about the whole like this is great. glass dividing the rooms up and everything. Now I love it. Now I'm all for this it. This is like a sorority after lunch. Happy, you're awesome. next, buddy. Are you going to throw up? Stuff. No, I'm fine. Uh, Tuttle, how you feeling? Uh, uh, nice. A little warm inside, but... So basically, a easy, yeah. Dove's just stunted. How did Dub stunt? Just by the sound alone. Well, because Dubs is over here puking, so he took it just as bad as uh, Tuttle. <laughs> and that's without the Shuttle? Tuttle with a T. <laughs> Would you so, call him Shuttle? I only owe you one now, right? Now you only owe us one stunt. <sighs> Unless oh, that he drinks great. that. Dubs, you okay? I'm a big fan. Of, <laughs> I'm actually a big fan of Dubs' work over there. <laughs> Dubs can't stop. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Alright, now it's worth it just to see Just to uh, see Dubs thrown oh, up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now Dubs, is it the what Tuttle did that threw you off, or is it just him prancing around in that underwear? <laughs> no, it's uh <laughs> both. Bring it in front of me me seeing what it was and then the thing being executed. Oh man. Ugh. Now does this make work, Tuttle though. the official like king of the stunters? That was pretty good. Chunk said he book, would drink it all. 
If you're getting someone else to puke and they're not doing anything, that's, <sighs> that's a good sign right there. Ooh. Hey, um, Chunk says that he's like the number one stunner guy. I got a little left here. Oh, really? You? Uh... Oh, a call out. I'm not drinking his pee. Come on. Dude, you can't that, say that. What, are you a moron? Get out of here. <laughs> Seriously, you're like the dumbest Stick man the on script. earth. Dumbest man on earth. Give away the special ingredients. I got a little left here in the cup. Dub. That's all you then. You got to finish it. No, no, get little... it, no. No, Dub, come on, dude. I can't. Just, just smell it, dude. Just smell it. Please. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, that Dub go. smelled it. Now he's throwing up back again. To the, back to Why the would he can. smell it? Because he was Tuttle, curious. Because Tuttle asked him to. He's curious, like a cat. Oh, oh, all right, no, Dad Dub smelled it, and now he's throwing up back again. To the, back to Why the would he can. smell it? Because he was Tuttle, curious. Because Tuttle asked him to. He's curious. Like a cat. I can't believe we're going to have to go from this into talking to uh, crooksandliars.com and, and transition uh, this. And John Amato. I'll be back. Where oh, are you going? You're actually leaving the room in that? <laughs> he's going to prance the building. Oh. Ironically, it's a radio station. Ooh. The uh, Tuttle Island Tea, is that what you called it, Dubs? Yeah. Long Tuttle Island Tea. Mm-hmm. I don't it's even want to know about length. Pretty we'll powerful. take a break. We'll come back. Congratulations, Tuttle. I guess you owe oh. us one when we get back. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, I'd like to say SBK Live will be live on New Year's Eve, so uh, don't think we're taking the night off. So yeah, New Year's Eve, uh, you can uh, listen to SBK Live. You guys are going all the way up to- uh, Yeah, 8 until about 1230. So. Oh, nice. So you guys are going to be there for the ball dropping. Badass. Nice. I think we just saw that, didn't we? Mm. Or is that going to be the next stunt? We'll take a break and we'll come back with John Amato from CrooksAndLiars.com. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. That away, Tuds. There are such things as roving wiretaps. Now, by the way, anytime you hear the United States government talking about wiretap, it requires a wiretap requires a court order. Nothing has changed, by the way. When we're talking about chasing down terrorists. We're talking about getting a court order before we do so. It's important for our fellow citizens to understand, when you think Patriot Act, constitutional guarantees are in place when it comes to doing what is necessary to protect our homeland because we value the Constitution. Oh, Jesus, just the lies. Wow. Just the lies. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Um... I don't know how we follow what we just did. That's the thing about the hideout. You never know what you're going to get. So, Hefe and J-Dubs. Also, to our buddy Michael Nelson, comedian, is in. MichaelNelsonComedy.com. Thank you. Um, now, all, all year here in the hideout, the hideout uh, began in Washington, D.C. on WJFK Late Nights. And uh, we are now here in Orlando, very happy. And we still do a lot of... Um, uh, political stuff. We'll get into it because I feel it's so important. But uh, and a lot of the the, the audio that we, I just got it came from a website that was turned on to me by one of my friends on MySpace currently. And actually, I think he he turned me on to it right around the time of Kanye West and the whole George Bush doesn't care about black people. Oh yeah. And uh, I went to the website and I fall in love with it. I'm constantly on it. A lot of the audio that you'll hear. Uh, here in the hideout will come from this website and it's crooksandliars.com crooksandliars.com 
And it, to me, it's an honor to have this cat in the hideout, John Amato. John, how are you? Hey, guys. It's an honor for me to be in the hideout. Thanks a lot. You betcha. Dude, I'm, I'm not going to... Well, I guess it's the stroke in you, but seriously, Crooks and Liars, is to me, is a great... I guess you call it online magazine? Well, it was sort of in jest. Uh, there was some debate going on about if bloggers should be protected by the First Amendment. So instead of calling bloggers, I just said I'm a virtual online magazine just as a goof, you know. Uh, all right. Now, uh, with CrooksAndLiars.com there, uh, John Amato, uh, I mean, what is it essentially for people who haven't been there yet? What do you got on there in Crooks and Liars? Well, what I've done, you know, I, I, being uh, around television, you know, we're very visually stimulated. And I got the idea there's so much insanity going on, especially the last few years in our country. And it, and it dawned on me that it's much more powerful seeing and hearing these people who I think are destroying the country and actually having a chance to see them as opposed to, you know, you can read in a column, you'll hear a quote. You know, Tom Tancredo said that, uh, you know, let's blow up Mecca, you know, and... So you read that, and you go, oh, it's kind of weird. But when you hear it, you go, oh, my God, somebody said that. So that was sort of, you know, what got me motivated. And then I was able to take clips and put them up on the site so everyone can see them and hear them for themselves. Yeah, I mean, you have so many clips on there. What's the process you go through to get all this? I also want, yeah, exactly, like how much bandwidth you use in the whole and, thing. And where do you uh, grab them from? Do you grab them directly <laughs> off TV or? It is a lot. Um, I Yeah, I get stuff off the TV. Uh, it took hours of a uh, friend of mine. I have some techno geeks, and they figured out how to do it. And I mean, I worked the site probably from eight in the morning to like midnight every night, you know, on and off. And because uh, I'm constantly monitoring things, and now my readers they'll give me heads up on what somebody said, which makes it a little easier. But it does take a while. I have to edit things, and I also I don't try to put huge blocks. I want to try to get to the segment that's you know is either a you know insane. I mean, if you remember the Terry Schiavo case. Oh, of course. So much insanity, and then going to the Katrina hurricane and the Kanye West video that you're talking about. I mean, I must have two thousand comments on that thread, and it still gets linked from other sites. In fact, we're, we got like 23 comments now on CrooksAndLiars.com, just about him being on the show. Oh, wow. John Amato, CrooksAndLiars.com. Like I said, a lot of the audio that we pull for the show, like you heard the, uh, this is this is why the, the, the website's so good to me, is that, you know, everybody's been wondering, hey, Bush, the wiretapping, the this, that, and the other. I feel like the media has let us down. And uh, going back to... Uh, probably September 11th, and at that point it really began to you know change, and things weren't really the same as far as the media being the fourth estate and really holding you know our government accountable. And so I am thankful for the bloggers and for websites like CrooksAndLiars.com, Media Matters, I think it is .org, where you guys come up and you found the audio on WhiteHouse.gov of the president saying. You know, hey, uh, we have to get court orders, or we have to get the warrants for the wiretaps. Right, it's 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 there. It's there for the taking. It's it's beyond belief when you really think about if you know anything about the FISA warrants and the whole process. There is no reason for President Bush to do what he's been doing. And you talk about the media and the press letting us down. You've been you're so right. Nine eleven 
it's if they just said, okay, whatever whatever the president or the administration does and says is perfectly fine. It doesn't matter about our rights. It doesn't matter about anything. They can do whatever they want. They can tell us, uh, you know, that they got yellow cake uranium. They can tell us that they got weapons of mass destruction. We won't check it. We'll just print it. And uh, it, it's insane. And the, and the media has let us down. I- it, I'm telling you, if you go to CrooksandLiars.com, a lot of the big stories, because I don't have cable anymore. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons I don't have cable is because I feel like it's just it's too much. There's, there's no need for it, especially because you can get all the good stuff on the Internet now. Like all the highlights from Fox News, from CNN, even some of the stuff from it's The Daily there. Show and The Colbert Report, I right. get from the webs, from the Internet, and especially CrooksandLiars.com. I just I really think you're doing some good stuff over there, man. How I notice... Uh, we hate Bill O'Reilly. We, 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 we a passion. When we were at WJFK in Washington, D.C., he was doing middays on a station, and it just didn't fit. And we got so many stories about this ass clown and, uh, and what he's doing. Hasn't he been calling out the bloggers, too, essentially saying you guys are... are um, Questioning him too much? Yeah, just like, you know, trouble or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's the biggest coward on cable TV. He is the number one coward, because if you ever see his show, he always... You know, props himself up. Well, I have this story, and this person refuses to come on. And you're a coward, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Meanwhile, he won't have anybody on to question him that knows what they're talking about. Right. And he is, as you call him, an ass clown. And uh, <laughs> I know stories about him from when he was on, uh, you know, that syndicated show. Inside, Inside Edition. Edition. Right. I mean, the, the makeup person went to their boss and said, I don't even want to do the guy's makeup anymore because he's such an egomaniac. And, uh, I mean... He is, you know, and I mean, so he calls out the left wing. He calls us the smear sites because why? We're actually fact-checking what he's saying. And, you know, he just had to apologize of one of his idiotic uh, war on Christmas stories because he just made it up. Well, yeah, it was, uh, it was about a high school that he said was banning uh, red and green clothing. At uh, at a high school, and they <laughs> and they found out it was just a high school rumor, right? That, and it wasn't even a real thing. Hey, as far as television goes, uh, John uh, Amato from CrooksandLiars.com, who do you think who's out there right now who's really doing a pretty pretty bang up job as far as getting all the sides? You know, it's it's been pretty tricky, and and we always go back to the same show all the time, and it's a sad commentary. The Daily Show. I mean, he gets everybody, but you, he gets to the truth. And I remember when they had that uh, poll which said the Daily Show audience was more informed than, than regular, you know, mm-hmm. than, than people that are watching the news. So, you, you know, for me to say the Daily Show is the best information you can find is a sad commentary. But, there, you know, reporters, they do have some good segments, and, and there are some good things on CNN. And, you know, even rarely during the hurricane katrina there was a, like one of my other big clips was uh, was on fox with shepherd smith actually was that was there and was freaking out and sean mm-hmm. hannity was trying to like you we know, played that back. we played that on the show absolutely yeah, yep. he was trying to get him back to the company line but the the chaos and, and the man was was so vivid and real that he couldn't you know, swallow the the GOP talking point that everything's fine that Chertoff and FEMA Brown were talking about. Uh, but you know, you have to really search and you have to really dig in to find out because they have this thing where it's like they have, they want to be even-handed. It doesn't matter if one side is lying 150 times and the other side uh, is lying twice. They still try to make it equal and they don't present the facts. No, and that's what that's what like just really burns me how CNN quote unquote is supposed to be left leaning but you're right they will 
you know, they'll attack the exact same scenario you laid out, about 150 lives compared to two, but they feel like, all right, we got to give equal time because uh, somebody's going to bitch, and we're not going to look, quote-unquote, objective. All right, here's the thing that I'm going to do. John Amato, I'm going to ask him, put you on the spot here on the air. In 2006, because we already used the website so much, I want to put a link up on uh, the hideout page on realradio.fm. Uh, every once in a while, I'd love to bring you in and just to talk about some of the clips as we play them and really develop a relationship with Crooks and Liars, because I know a lot of the success of the hideout is directly because of your website, and I'd love to uh, get out there and get the website out there as much as we can. You think we can chat with you a few more times in the upcoming uh, year? Well, for sure, no problem. But, I mean, I, I really enjoy this, and uh, I'd just help you out anytime. Just you know, give me some notice. We'll schedule it up. We'll play a clip. I'm going on the uh, Ed Shields show next week. We're doing pre- pretty much the same thing. Ed will be on vacation. And um, and a lot of people that are really enjoying doing that, playing a clip, and then we just talk about it. Because, yeah. again, it was so powerful you can't believe what's coming out of the mouth of our politicians. Yeah, and, and it's good to see it and to hear it, yeah, so that people when, know it. You know, when it's printed, it doesn't have the same effect as when you see it and hear it. it just, oh, and, and, and one other quick point, because I was, I, there was a the L.A. Times did a did a write up on me in their magazine, and the, the one thing is, you may not agree with my position on a particular clip or a take. But you can't you you can't say that I made something up or that I lied about something because the proof is in your face. All right, I got two questions before we let you go. John Amato, CrooksandLiars dot com. First one: Why is the media? Uh, why are they afraid? Why do they let us down? Is it because they're afraid to not ha- get access to the president anymore or to any politicians anymore? Is no, it? That's- definitely part of it and you can see with the valerie plain case you can see how tied in some of the washington dc insiders are to the white house when now it comes out that bob woodward was informed before everybody and you see andrea mitchell stepping all over herself because she made statements you know to try to help out the administration but she really didn't know what she was talking about right and, and you just see also how Immediately they came out and said, well, journalists told us, because they were going to try to use the journal, and Judy Miller. I mean, um, you know, so they it is a thing. It's, it's kind of like, you know, in Hollywood, uh, where people suck up to the Hollywood stars. Well, in, in D.C., it's the same thing. They'll suck up to the power structure. Mm-hmm. And so they won't, they'll be easy on people because they want access. But they're hurting the country by not being honest. Dude, I, I couldn't agree with you more. After being in D.C. for the two and a half years that we were, we saw it go down there. I mean, uh, completely. Now, finally, as we wrap it up, at least for this year, again, John Amato, CrooksandLiars.com. be a link up on uh, RealRadio.fm. Who is the most corrupt politician right now, or is it even possible to name? Because I'll throw out some names. Uh, George W. Bush. Uh, well, Dick Cheney. Uh, let me see off the top of my head. Frist. Uh, I say delay. Delay. Uh, the great, one of my favorite clips that we play all the time. Do we have it of the one Congress guy from California crying? That was one that we played. That's and we a, just, yeah, that's oh, a, Cunningham. Cunningham. Yeah, we laughed over that one. It was oh, deeper. my God. Yeah, he's got everything. He's, he's fine and happy. He's got his millions of dollars in the bank. And all of a sudden he gets caught and he's crying. No I'm tears, giving a break. No tears. Um, yeah, delay. There's, you know, not including, you know, Cheney and, and Bush. I mean, delay uh, is the most corrupt because... Because of the power that he wields in, in, you know, in, in the Senate, and the fact is, you know, I don't know if you know, you probably know this, but when Clinton, when they were talking about this impeachment thing, no, the Republicans didn't want to get involved with that, and Delay, you know, told them that you either vote this way or I'm going to crush you, 
And, and this is the guy who thinks he's, you know, Mr. Christian uh, conservative moral man. Right. And, um, you know, so he has got to be one of the – and I'll tell you this, Jack Abramoff has all those people scared because he's about to roll over. Yeah. I, when he starts naming names – yeah, it's gonna, it's going to be a fun uh, 2006. Absolutely. Well, here, here's the thing that I'm happy about, <clears throat> and I say regardless. Any side that you're on, if you're an American, you need information. You need people who are empowered to be held accountable. And because the, the press isn't doing it anymore for lack of access, for being maybe biased one way or another, thank goodness that these bloggers are out here and these online magazines, quote-unquote, like uh, crooksandliars.com, to really begin to hold our government accountable. And to me... I think the most important thing is we boycott France. Yes. That's, our, that's top of the list. French fries. For the Paris Review. Remember yeah. that lie that it was? Oh, yeah. oh Jesus. And make sure you buy the uh, tote bag. Uh, the good old... And uh, the spin stops here doormat. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, one day we'll, we'll share O'Reilly's stories. Uh, we look forward to talking to you in 06. John Amato, CrooksAndLiars.com. Check it out. Either side that you're on... John's right. You go there and you at least look at the clip, and you're going to be like, "Hey, uh, wow! I can't believe this actually happened." Speaks for itself. You know, it's right there. I appreciate it for coming in, uh, John. All right, guys. Anytime, just give me a holler, and we'll be rocking for 06. Oh, nice. That. Thank you. Good work. I'm telling you, dude. And I got to think currently on my. Uh, he's on my MySpace. I'm gonna throw him in the top eight real fast because he uh, he truly is the one who turned me on to CrooksAndLiars.com, and I it's. I go to it every day just That's to see great. what's new. What can I, what can check I pull it out. for the show? All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Do we have that senator crying? Yep. All right, put, bring that up real fast. Oh, that'd be great. The truth is I broke the law, concealed my conduct, and disgraced my office. I know that I will forfeit my freedom, my reputation, my worldly possessions, most importantly, the trust of my friends and family. Some time ago, I asked lawyers to inform U.S. Attorney Carol Lamb that I would plead guilty and begin serving a prison term. Today is a culmination of that process. Hold it together, David. I will continue to cooperate with the government's ongoing investigation to the best of my ability. In my life, I have had great joy and great sorrow, and now I know great shame. I learned in Vietnam. Oh, come on! Don't throw that, that the card. The true of a man is how he responds to adversity. I can't undo what I've done, but I can atone. And now, <laughs> hand me a tampon. Almost, I'm almost 65 years old, Aww. and I enter the twilight of my life. In jail. I intend to use the remaining time that God grants me to make amends, and I will. The first step in that journey is to admit fault and apologize, and I do apologize. The next step is to face the consequences of my action like a man. Okay. Why are you and crying there? I've taken the first step. You sissy. With God's grace. How many, how many steps is this? I will take the second. Jeez. Shut up! Shut up! It's $20 worth of acting class. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! All right. You're a mean one. That was hard to hear. Mr. Grinch. We'll take a break. We'll come back. 
right, I forgot. Kimmy and Cat are here. It's massage time in the hideout. Nice. Hello, ladies. Uh, com. Michael Nelson is here. MichaelNelsonComedy.com. Excellent. And also coming up, too, a hideout headline game show. And the Heretics coming in at 9 o'clock. It's all wrapping up pretty quick. As we come down, only two hours left in 05. And again, thank you to Tuttle, Hideout General Manager. Don't forget, SBK, that was great. SBK Live is live on New Year's Eve. And they're going until about 1230, so you'll be able to ring in the New Year with SBK Live. Remember when we did that two oh. years ago? We did it for we did it two years in a row. All right, well, break. Jesus. Hey, the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. The Swami summed it up perfectly. Jeez. Puking politics and massage. Real Radio 104.1. Kimmy and Kat are here, the Hideout ma- Massage Therapist. Awesome. This was probably my favorite bumper music of the year. Black Eyed Peas. The Dollhouse is bringing their Entertainer of the Year. That's awesome. what he said. Wow. Oh, badass, dude. We're going out with a bang. That's great. Here at the end of 05. <laughs> Michael Nelson here. Hello. Uh, MichaelNelsonComedy.com. He's also on MySpace. MySpace.com slash MichaelNelsonComedy. There it is. <laughs> Not Ding- too hard. If you can't get that, then... Dingleberry Head, you're in the hideout. Hideout, can we take in the hoop? What's going on, dude? What's up? Hells yeah, guys. That audio was crazy. I, you know, we went through some of the crying audio earlier, uh, maybe about two what, two weeks ago. We had that, the um, Chad Johnson. What was the new crying audio that uh, I had The brought? new crying audio was of... Uh, who was that of? It was... Uh... I can't remember... Um, who was it that lost it? Was it a sports guy? I think it was another sports guy. I can't. Yeah. Uh, but thank you, Dingleberry Head. I appreciate it. Oh, college, college player just got the Heisman. That's who it was. And he was crying because his family... It was Reggie Bush, but it but that started it? it. But there was another one of a guy crying, and I don't know if it was a politician or not. Oh. By the way, we're uh, in the last show of the year before the holidays. We've got the Christmas music in the background. Yeah. Exactly. All right, I'm afraid to click on the comments on crooksandliars.com because if you think about it, if like he put up the link on his website, mm-hmm. and so he probably put it up earlier, and so people were listening to Tuttle drink his um, Tuttle-Aid. Tuttle-Aid, yeah. Magic drink. <laughs> and so that's what's the great thing about the hideout. There's this, this theory known as the diatribe, and basically you shock to get the attention and then you kick in the message. Oh, I like that. That's exactly what we did. All right, so it was the Chad Johnson and the Reggie Bush. Matt Albert. Oh, the It's Still Real to Me guy. Oh, yeah, the wrestling, the ultimate crier. The ultimate oh. crier. You got that one, Chunks? This is maybe the great audio. Yeah, this guy was uh, at I think like, I remember this. in like a gymnasium asking yeah. these wrestlers questions, <laughs> and he loses it. By the way, the heretics are here for the open door. And uh, that'll happen at 9 o'clock, and we'll go through the highlights of the year. I can hear them. Yeah. There's a meeting out there. Uh, don't look them in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> stick to the bed. I love them. They uh, absolutely make this show go around. It's great. Hey, how's the massaging yeah. going, ladies? By the way, you just look, the two of you look more beautiful and beautiful every time you come in. I just, I love how uh, Kimmy's doing the pigtail thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. And actually the, uh, the skirt. And the skirt. And the skirt to go with it. Wow. And the, uh, oh, she's oh, got man. the silk underwear on. And, um. All dressed up. And the D breasts. So that, too. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, well, just let them go. Yeah. I heard, uh, by the way... No restrictions here. I heard, by the way, that someone was going to be willing to show their boobs, namely Cat. Oh, really? But... I think I heard that, too. But That's she wouldn't. I was there for that story. But she wouldn't because Douche Chill was in the uh, in the room. <gasps> I wasn't spying on her. David, I was, what are I you was doing? doing my job answering the phone. What are you doing? Can yeah, I? Yeah, she wanted to show him to Tommy, but I messed him up just from sitting here. Oh. C block. Just constantly C block. Yeah, but this was the first wow. time I wasn't even trying. I was just trying to do my job. You were just I, mad because there wasn't an actual C I might involved. start crying. But you know what? Tommy actually thanked me when she turned around. What? I know. I think I'm going to cry. You can get that audio. Can I see one? There'll be three criers. One? Go for two, you wuss. <laughs> there are six of them in here. <laughs> there are six of them in here. I just want to so see one of them. Yeah, technically there are six boobs in here right now. Yeah, so Cat, can I see yours? One. At least one pair. Come here, let me see him. I will just, I'll, I'll like peek. I'll just peek down your shirt. They're really nice. They're really nice. All right. Now I want to see, like, you know, no. where the milk happens. Uh, <laughs> well, if there's no milk, then I'm not interested. All right, let's take now, a break, Dubs. We tried. We'll come back. Did we find the ultimate crier yet? Can we listen to that real quick? I can't find it. I don't hear some tears. Of course. And why can't you find it, Chunks? Because you have the worst filing system in America? No, it was on the computer. It's not on there anymore. The Ultimate Crier was on the computer. It was on a disc. I brought it in on a disc. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, All right, that's one of the things we're hoping for in 06, a new producer. <laughs> oh, good. I hope one's in my stocking. <laughs> well... Now, ironically, over the break, Chunks is going to be getting stuffed, like a stocking. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Did you find it? Uh, not yet. All right, maybe we'll have it before the end of the year. Doubt it. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll invite in the heretics, and we will go from there. Uh, you know what? Let's do the Hideout Headline Game Show now. All right. All right, Matt Albert's going to send the link. You know what, dude? Oh, we got a big announcement about Matt Albert, and you need to watch out, Chunks. Yeah, uh, don't stand behind him. He can't see behind him too well. All right, here's what we're going to do. Hideout Headline Game Show. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. It's odd. Matt Albert's one of the few men with blind spots. <laughs> and bald uh, spots. We got tickets to Crossfade and Nonpoint coming up at the House of Blues, HOB.com. Also, two tickets to the Champs Sports Bowl featuring Colorado versus Clemson, fcsports.com. Uh, a pair of tickets to see Galactic Thursday, January 5th at the House of Blues. More info is at hob.com or 407-934-BLUE. Call right now. Be a winner. Last hideout headline game show of the year. 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. We're going to continue to get our massages, and Chunks will continue to fail the show. Mm. Uh, Let us down. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thursday night, last live hideout for the year, and the hair ticks are here. The doors are open. <laughs> Welcome in, guys. It's so good to see you. We'll chat with everybody in just a little bit. And um, a lot of talking and announcements about you guys, and these last two hours are going to be for you guys. 
because you've made it one hell of a year for us here in the hideout. But right now, call to be a winner on Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041 and 888 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. The hideout headline game show. Do we have deuce chills? Just so that everyone can hear it. They already Let's heard it. again. Just one more time. Oh, such a hit. Yeah. Which one? Which one? Michael Nelson, by the way, is here. MichaelNelsonComedy.com, along with the Heretics. Uh, let's hear Deuce Chills real fast. Open. open. I need an open. I forget how to do it. Um, oh. Open paprika. Open curry. Shut up! <laughs> open ginger. Open basil. Open career. Open cayenne. Will you shut up? Open garlic salt. Open chili powder. Oh, seriously, come Open on. Open He's sesame. in the fridge. Time for the Hideout Headlines game show. So good. They're loving it. Listen to that laughter. Yeah. Encore. You're killing. Oh, the big finale there. That was, You're killing. All right, you got five categories. World. Hold on, Kimmy. Let me... Uh, Maybe we'll switch arms for this segment. World, national, local sports, entertainment. I'm uh, sorry, you happen to show up on my massage night. I do apologize. All right, here we go. Uh, five categories. It's a way to get caught up in the day's headlines. It's a way to give you prizes. Start off with the cable guy. Cable guy in Orlando. Hey, buddy. What's up? What's up? All right, here we go. Uh, which category would you like, my friend? Local. All right, here's local news with Dope. With Darone. Local. Uh, local is going to be, you tell me. Uh, in Bradenton, Florida, a 19-year-old man was charged with the murders of his mother and grandfather. The man was also charged with one count of abuse of a dead human body. What did he do? What the hell? What did he do? Meaning, what's the charge for, for the abuse of a dead body? Necrophilia. Being cool. Uh, I don't even know. I think he could be correct. <laughs> what the hell? What do you mean? What do you mean he Dull, could again, be? Not prepared. Ne- ne- well, necrophilia is a technical a term. Is that having allowed. sex with dead people? Yes. 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 Hey guys, sorry, I'm not a practicer of it. Yes. Yes. Hold on. Yeah, you win. Hold on a second. Oh, sorry, I didn't know what necrophilia was. What well, did you have? What was your answer? He had sex with his with his dead mother. Well, then why? What ask- did you have the answer for? That's what his answer was. I wasn't sure what. Oh, ne- that was the answer. For all I know, necrophilia is having mother? sex with trees. I don't know. Why ask the question? I don't know what that is. All right, he had sex with his dead mother. Sex with trees. I did not know what the technical term was. How do you do that? All right, from what I understand, in your little open, open. You forgot one, little boy. Open little boy, because apparently that's what you asked. Oh. So you may want to throw that in when you recut it, because that Open one's awful. child. All right, let's go over to Travis. You're next up. Which category would you like, uh, world, national, sports, or entertainment? Uh, let's go with world. All right, here's world news with Deuce Chill. And maybe he'll have an answer this time. I did have an answer. Yeah, Shut the hell up. It's not a nerdy technical one. Stop talking and do True or false. Congress has sent President Bush a one-month extension of the Anti-Terrorism Patriot Act. True or false? Can you repeat that? Congress has sent President Bush a one-month extension of the Anti-Terrorism Patriot Act. Uh, true. Correct. What's the story on that, douche? Correct. Correct. Oh, he's on the- Isn't it one-month extension? 
right, I'm willing. And guys, I seriously, I want one of the I want one of the heretics to take this over at some point. Well, why, doesn't research someone, back why doesn't there, someone please. answer the phones while I do this? Hey, you know what? Putin. Putin was able to juggle. Where's Putin? Multitask. Exactly. That's what I've been asking. Who's Putin? Ever since he left. <laughs> Who's Putin? Smells in here. Jesus, man. An intern was able to handle it. Good for him. You got chunks over here doing nothing. Let him answer the phones while I do this. No, he's grabbing people for the open door. And if you yell at me one more time, you're really going to be screwed because I'm going to unleash less the big hands on you. Ooh, rape. <laughs> Jeff, in, uh, Jeff, you're next up in the hideout. You want national open sports pants. or entertainment? Sports. I hear sports. Here we go. Sports is going to be guess who. What quarterback will be making his 240th consecutive start this Sunday? Brett Favre. That is correct. Hold on, you're a winner. Let me try to get through this as fast as possible. Questlove, you're in the hideout. National or entertainment? Questlove. Oh, yeah. Uh, entertainment. Here's inter the entertainment with uh, Dusha. Entertainment is true or false. Elton John and David Furnish tied the knot in Britain. For the finale of the celebration, Madonna performed. True or false? Um, love the show, by the way. Thank um, you. False? That is correct. And you, and you actually you, oral performed. Madonna, <laughs> Madonna turned song. him down and said no. I mean, Matt Albert brings up a good point. Who knew Putin was so talented <laughs> that he could answer phones, host a game show, make it I'll all I'll tell happen. you what, that's a talent I really wish I had. Yeah, how do yeah you me too. Sorry, me too. I can't wait for Gibbs to get here and it, for it to be the Gibbs era in the Hideout Headlines game show. And here's the other thing. I don't even know who we've gone to and who we haven't. All right, let's try Gregory. You're left with National. You ready, Gregory? Yeah, but you guys need a new... All right, beat it. Um... <laughs> Scott and Ocali, you ready to go? Yes, sir. All right, you're left with National with Putin. Or, right. I wish. Freudian. Deuce chill. True or false? A husband and wife in Houston, Texas, claim they have been abducted by aliens several times, including an incident where a fetus was taken from the woman. No, I'm starving. All right, let's go with truth. That is correct. I actually have the story of that, but we don't have enough time to play it. It's a... Uh, a couple in uh, Houston. Been married like 19 years and they insist that they've been abducted by aliens. Do you believe them? They look so normal. I don't know if I believe I them or not. So. I, I guess. I mean, there's no reason no. not to, I guess. Well, other than them saying they've been abducted by aliens, that's the only reason <laughs> not to believe them. Yeah, really. Um. Alright, that's it for the Hideout Headlines game show. I had a way to go out with a bang, douche chill. That was great. <laughs> and I had a way to impress your... Uh, your old classmate. I'm not trying to impress anyone here. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, yeah what, I know that. What's the point of doing a radio show then? <laughs> Answer phones, breathe. So much to do. I can't wait for Gibbs to get here. I just know it's going to be infinitely better. Has there been anyone who's been more of a letdown than Deuce Chill? He, he was starting so so strong. How am I a letdown? <laughs> Did you not hear the last ten minutes? You know what? They're right. Donkey lips. <laughs> no, 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 no. Donkey Lips was better no. for the plain and simple fact that one time he allowed us to put on soiled underwear on his pants in here, or on his head. But see, you do that, you'll get back in our good graces. I don't need to do that. If I was Donkey Lips, I would have to do that. Well, under well, the table. <laughs> right now we're wishing you Donkey Lips. Theater of the mind. What happened? You fell. You're falling hard, man. Not in Pick my yourself eyes. up, though. What do you mean, not in your eyes? I don't see what you guys see. That's all right. He doesn't realize that we're 
I'm li- now I'm, I'm seriously pissed at him. Da, <laughs> nah, the good old days of donkey <laughs> lips. Uh, let's huh. take a break. We'll come back. The heretics are here. I thought Donkey Lips was, though. I'm sorry. I'm, I know. I'm confused. No, he's an old intern. I'm sorry. We'll take a break, and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Heretics are here. What's up? Um, to be part of the Hideout, 407-916-1041, So we're coming down the home stretch for 2005. There's a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about, and I wanted to wait and bring it in. These last uh, hour and a half of the show, Dubs, mm-hmm. as uh, Kimmy and Kat, the hideout massage therapists, are here underneath the console. Yeah. Uh, working uh, it. Yes. And uh, are you, if you want to get between the legs. They're hard workers, <laughs> too. Uh, no yeah. problem with that. Um, by the way, Heretics, I want to remind you, even I'm not going anywhere on vacation. They just told us we can't come in. Um, so <laughs> Seriously, we cannot come in and do the show even if we want to. Yeah, they're the like, week. just go take a break, come back, refresh for 06. But I will be at the Phantom Fireworks uh, out at Daytona Beach, my first time out at Daytona Beach, coming up Friday from 2 to 4, Friday, December 30th. So a week from tomorrow, 2 to 4. Now through the second, you buy an individual item, you get a second one free. So fireworks.com. All right. Now, uh, they need some cream over here. (laughs) Do you guys really need need the cream? Uh, Nice. Now, all the heretics are here. I guess a loogie doesn't do the job anymore. No, not quite. (laughs) We're the pioneers of massaging. (laughs) We're coming down to the end of the 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 year, J-Dubs. And uh, what an amazing year it's been. I do want to ask first if any of you guys brought in gifts for us. Um, all right, we have no, no. We, we have two people who, who brought in gifts. All right, that's something that we got to teach the uh, <laughs> the Florida heretics. <laughs> uh, the DC heretics were not really; they weren't heretics then. They're, but, uh, they're some gift-giving bastards. Yeah, though. we got all kinds of DVDs and video games, and uh, I did pretty well for myself on my birthday. I'm not gonna complain. I remember mine February 10th, and I think we're going to be out at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. So CJ brought in some gifts for us. What do you have for us, CJ? Uh, hi- a hideout hair chick. Uh, I brought in the uh, hideout baby for you, Hefe. The hideout baby? Yeah. <laughs> you guys... And for you, I brought in something that you wanted that you talked about earlier. Oh, I get some room underwear. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> what and the- uh, I think Chunks already has an inflatable lady, but uh, he can have another one. So two girlfriends. Oh, what the hell? All right, what's the hideout baby? Um. <laughs> yeah, easy with that. <laughs> oh, oh, look at that! <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> now let me tell you something. This is really He's mesmerized. It's really cool. <laughs> kind of creepy. Yeah, it's it's a doll, a naked doll. I'm not sure. Uh, it's got the hideout hair or hereticshideout.com logo on its ass. It's got the actual hideout logo on its uh, chest, and then it has my goatee. And ironically, I'm working out, and this is what I want to look like. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's very nice of them to keep the back open for whatever you want to put on it. Oh, oh come on. Chuck, oh. chuck, chuck, chuck. You're the one running around in the Walmart. Um, 
Dubs, it's so good. I need to a wingman. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to see so many of our friends Super. here that we've made throughout the year. We're all going to go out to an undisclosed location uh, tonight after the show. It's going to be a new location, a place that I think is going to really begin to support the uh, the show in 06. Thanks in part to, uh, actually, not in part, but completely to Bonk Swap Matt. So we're going to head out. We'll, we'll talk about where it is a little bit later on during the commercial break. Oh, damn, I didn't notice she got up under my... Um, she is right up under there. Under the that. shorts. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Hard worker. You're going to have to go really far, though. I'm not that big. <laughs> um, I guess the girls from the dollhouse are coming in. Tommy, though, you wanted to bring something up about uh, something that happened with some of the heretics in here? Um, I thought it was you for a second, then I realized that you weren't wearing a hat, but, uh, not Hefe came up to the, uh, massage girls and acted like he had, was old friends with them and started hugging them and saying, hey, how you doing, and all, all right, that first stuff. first of all, I can continue to get offended by people getting, uh, me and that fat bastard confused. Because while I am not as small as I want to be, I am not rotund like him. And rotund is putting it nicely. Uh, get over there, not Hefe. What the hell's the matter with you? And I, by the way, I got a message from Kim who, by the way, is massaging my inner thigh. Oh, God. Well, about how you were just groping her all kinds of inappropriately out at the Blue Room on a Tuesday what? night. Uh, I did? Did that happen? He did bite me, too. Ow! Yeah. Hey, he was hungry. How was... Yeah. How is this tubby bastard allowed to touch anybody? She liked it. He took me out and paid. Okay. Uh, uh, see, that's what I do. It's how I do it. Hey, Deuce Joe, I know we have people on the line. And I don't know what's going on, but it'd be it'd be helpful to know what they want to talk about too. You just you, you seriously you, you make me make me want to shoot myself. All right, this is actually I don't know why, but I, I'm digging this. It's really creepy and cool in an odd way. Jake the mechanic, was it your idea? No. No, this wasn't my idea at all. She did it all on her own, but she brought in something really, really funny for Deuce Chill. All right, well, let's... I let's, All right, let's go ahead and give Dubs his gift, then, from uh, the hair chick CJ. And I can't believe that I get a doll, and you're going to get her panties. I know. No, it's wow. not my panties. Ah. It's an edible thong, just for you. Edible thong. Oh, put it on, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Put it on, do a few laps, and give it back to me. Yeah, I want make it yours. I want it hickory cured. It's right. kind of kinky. It's got, like, you know... If you, it's better if it's warm and you know. Lit I'm sure it is. Stuff like that. It's it's kind of. It always yeah. is better that way. Yeah. Um. All right. Now, Dubs, we've made a lot of friends, and we're gonna we're gonna open up the floor to the heretics and give it give each heretic uh, some time to talk. Uh, those of you who are in here. But um, I want to uh, first introduce uh, one of our very good additions to the hideout. Very excited about this guy. Um, so often we're disappointed by the Hideout Headlines game show, whether it be Putin or especially Dustro. Stop shaking your head. You're seriously. It was an abortion. Just awful ever <laughs> since Putin's left. And I regret giving that duty to you, the one duty that you would have. So uh, welcome in to actually give us the real news in Central Florida. Hideout News Director, Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir <laughs> Gary... The people love you. I love all the people that are in the state. You are the people. You are the people's news director. I'll tell you that. Um, what's in the news for the final time this year, uh, Sir Gary? News of the final time of this year is that uh, they have a black man. Oh, oh, not a black man. Come on. He shot a white man. Oh, no. oh shot a white man. Uh oh. Yes, what? Well, that's Those are the cop. 
No, uh, I hope not. They, they called him. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, a black guy shot a white man and caught him. Yeah. All right. What else is going on? So, anything? Any new uh, updates about the rocket? Uh, no, sir. I haven't heard anything yet about the rocket. I, I heard, heard that, that we might have another rocket going off by April, or May of next year. That would be truly exciting. Did the other one land yet? Uh, I, I think the other one landed already. Okay, that's good news. Then. That's right. good. Yes, they're sir. back here and they're safe. Uh, so, Gary, anything else going on? Well, uh, New Hope Public Baptist Church will hold services this coming Sunday morning at 1030 on Miller and Dillard Street. We're in Garden Road. Good bless you, Pastor. And, uh, but you won't be there. Where are you going to be, Sir Gary? Bill, my sister's house for the big Christmas is in this. Do you want to give out that address? No, I, no I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. So, Gary, we love you, and I want you to have a happy yep. holiday. God and bless. I wish you all a Merry Christmas and Prophet's happy Sunday's best of the year. We'll talk to you next year, Thank buddy. You. God bless you. All right, there he is, Sir Gary the Prophet. For the final Atta time boy. in 2005. All right, Dubs, here's some of the things that I want to go over with the heretics. Uh, I want to name the top heretics uh, and thank them um, because, and I don't even, I don't think I'm going to give it a specific number, but there are some that I would like to call out, or not call out, but uh, say a special thank you to, who have literally been here, like, since the beginning and uh, just go to everything and are part of everything and really have become good friends. It's a, it's a whole, like, friends and family type of environment that we have. Also, too, there's some things that I want to throw out. Because we have the mixtapes coming up, and we're going to be on vacation tomorrow through, I believe, we'll be back live uh, Tuesday the 3rd. It's a chance there's so many new people to this show, and it's a chance for them to get caught up on what the hideout is. Some of the older moments... So I want you guys to think about what you would like to hear over the break, especially something you say, hey, this is what turned me on to the hideout. You know, if people heard this over the break, I really think that they'd get into it the way that I've gotten into it. I wrote down some ideas, and I want you guys to think about that. Also, too, what was the interview of the year, mm-hmm. uh, stunt of the year? I think we just had it. With yeah, Tuttle. it's hard to beat that one. At Tuttle and the homemade lemonade. But there are a couple other I'd like to throw out. Oh. Uh, what was the defining moment? Um, intern of the year, <laughs> show member of the year, the best game show, and also to best website and anything else you guys can think of that you think we should talk about and moments. And I also too, when we get a chance, I want to talk to Jimmy Jam uh, about uh, hereticshideout.com and the great announcement that it is merging with hideoutheretics.net and in coming into 06. The family and the heretics are going to be stronger than ever, and I do appreciate that. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls. We'll talk to the heretics. I guess the girls from the dollhouse are here, too. Nice. And uh, they'll give us a little going-away gift with the uh, entertainer of the year, apparently, from the dollhouse. Where's that lotion? And there were a couple of other things that I wanted to get to tonight. So we got an hour and a half. Yeah. (laughs) And we're just going to be hanging out tonight. If you want to come up and uh, hang out for the last half hour or uh, hour and a half of the show, uh, now's your chance. Quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch for 2005, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Al Jefe and J-Dobbs. And uh, Heretics are here. It's so good to see you guys. Wrapping it up. 
Uh, Gromit is here uh, and brought in Soleil from the Dollhouse. By the way, I want to nice. uh, thanks the Dollhouse for coming in. And uh, Super Bowl party, big screen TV, private room. All you can drink and eat, only $50 a person over at the Dollhouse for the Super Bowl. So that sounds very, very cool over there. Uh, dubs, I don't, there's so much going on, I don't even know what to get to right now. Um, we have uh, Michael Nelson here, comedian. MichaelNelsonComedy.com. What's up? So many... Uh, oh, this massage, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Kim, hard to be funny. Kimmy and Kat <laughs> are here doing the uh, massages for us. Uh, Grom, do you want to tell us about the Entertainer of the Year over at uh, over at the Dollhouse? Or, um, you know, what's going on over there? Entertainer of the Year is the best the Dollhouse has to offer. We uh, grab a girl every year. That uh, is just around all-around personality, entertainer, um, great lady. This is Soleil right here, gentlemen. Take a good look. I right, take a good look at Soleil. Yeah, look at that. Drink it in. Is she um, is she down for dancing tonight? Is that possible, or is it too many people here tonight? I think there's few too many people here tonight. Oh. Well, now hey, don't get mad. You know what that means? Heretics out of the room. <laughs> yeah, everyone back in the oh. green room. <laughs> but I do want to thank the Dollhouse, who has been very good to us all year. And was it last week or the week before? Was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. Jeez. Last week where we had the four girls dancing on the table, and we had the two girls who were uh, whispering into our ears while we were taking the pud pressure test. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't believe... What are we doing in here? I don't even know. That was last week? That was on the radio? That's badass. Well, uh, Grom, and I know you also bring us um, all kinds of friends from all kinds of different places, and we do want to thank you very much for your support in 2005, and we're looking forward to whatever we can do in 2006. Again, the the Dollhouse Super Bowl party, big screen TV, private room, all you can drink and eat, $50 per person, and we thank you guys for stopping by. All right, mention the hideout tonight, and we get in wow. for free, guys. Hey, um, Dubs, if you want to, <laughs> Dubs, tonight, um, I wanted to turn it over to the Heretics a little bit and maybe have them share their favorite moments. I want to, I guess let's start, Dubs, because I wrote a few things down. Yeah. yeah. What do you think the interview of the year was? When the you best go back interview? In, mm. here in 2005 for us. Was uh, the, uh, the lady from... Uh, Celebrity Justice this year? Yeah. The celeb- yeah. That was this year. That's my pick. The Celebrity Justice lady was this year. We never played it here, but we did an interview with a guy, and we were in D.C., DivergenizedMark.com. He was supposed to come on here, too. And for some reason, he ended up standing us up. But that one I thought was great. As far as here, though, goes, one of my favorites had to be Slash. Just because we were talking to Slash. And it was right around, I think, uh, the time of the Earth Day birthday. How about Nelson? That was a great one. It was also Chubby Checker. Chubby Checker. When you look God, back on it. I'm right here, dude. <laughs> um, Chunks, did you have a favorite interview? Yeah, definitely the UFO insurance. That was... Uh, <laughs> abduction insurance was absolutely my most favorite interview. That Wait a second. Done. I think I do have a favorite. One of our problems here in the hideout is we always start a bit or an idea, and we never stay with it, mostly because we have crap producers. And oh, come on. It's the last day of the year. All right. Chunks, you're okay. I'm glad Matt Albert found the uh, link for you. But thegoonies.org. Remember the guy from thegoonies.org? And it was the it was the beginning of the one-question interview. And the question was, how are you doing today? Yeah. I'm doing great. All right, thank you. And then we hung up on him. 
And he kept calling back, and I'm like, no, the interview's over, bro. You had your chance. Maybe we, maybe that's one of our resolutions for 06. Start hanging up on more people? Yeah. All right. Why not? We're actually too nice. But I think if we went through and we did, like, the one-question interview... We have we got to play that during the mix. We should mix. just line up a bunch of uh, people one break, just do a bunch of one question interviews where they can't hear us, so they don't know everybody's getting hung up on, and we no. just roll right through them. The problem was we were also we also when we first got here we were gonna do that one time we were gonna run a bit on a dude, but the internet I mean with the internet and so many people listening online and so Bob many Saggedisgod.com. Yeah, Bob yeah. Saggedisgod. That son of a bitch. What's with our interviews? Uh, we're on at night. What do you want? We're on at night. Uh, we're but not... Bob Saget is God. Hey, we were shooting for the top. My favorite was uh, Time Cube, that crazy guy that just started rambling about who knows what. There was... My, mine is Kimmy Gilmore was a C-word dot com. Uh, That's my favorite one. <laughs> Zeppelin, you have one uh, favorite interview of the year. I think the zombie scientist dude was pretty cool. Uh, was, that's why I bought him, bought my, all my shotguns, is because of him. All right, that is a very good. What Dr. Pecos, right, yeah. from the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency, uh, FZA.org. All right, all right. Matt Matt Albert says he nominates the Chubby Checker as the best interview because it had the best awkward pauses of the year. <laughs> We're just wondering. All right, what to ask Chubby Checker next? Because we get some of these interviews and we don't want to, you know, we don't want to piss off, you know, the people, the person who's getting them for us, as Kimmy is now massaging my chest. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and um, and we were sitting there with Chubby Checker and we we're just like, dude, what do we ask him? We ask him about the twist, but then what? And I guess he's got candy or something he's selling, but I don't know what we do. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's just like one of those, yeah. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. So what was it like in the 50s? Because <laughs> we weren't even close to being... My dad wasn't even alive. Yeah, Lester Big. Why couldn't it have you been you instead of the Big Bopper? Exactly. Yeah. I think the interview I did with Jay Dove's mom was pretty good. Now yeah. that I have written down is one of my moments of the year. Not was, me. Was the, <laughs> was the speed dating that the heretics did with Dubs' mom. It was Lester Big Hands, Jimmy Jam, Stuttering and Stammering, Not Hefe... And Misfit Matt, who... And Matt Albert over the phone. <laughs> and Matt Albert did it over the phone. And that was one of my favorite moments, too. 407-916-1041, So oh, we... I got a Matt Albert moment. My favorite. <laughs> when that fat red chick came in and was... <laughs> Miss, Ma- Miss Albert? Yeah. Uh, oh, Amanda Albert, I think it was. Oh. And by the way, that is how... I forget that because of, Miss F- uh, because of Matt Albert, that's how we met Misfit Matt. Because it was his former chick, uh, the one who left him to bang another guy who likes the misfits. Uh, um, but he brought in his chick, and those pictures are actually on the website, realradio.fm, of Princess Lamy uh, dancing nude or, or topless. It was topless dancing with Misfit Matt's old chick and Matt Albert. Just a six foot five, 500 pound black guy. With a five foot two, maybe eighty pound white chick, and it was really that's one of the best pictures I think on the website realradio.fm. Yeah, Lester. How about the uh, the snaps competition uh, between yeah. you know, Matt Albert and Hooch? All right, you know what, Matt Albert and Hooch was a very that was another good time. Now let me ask you, is there even question who intern of the year was? 
We may as well get that out now since. <laughs> when you think about the three names that we can put out there Putin, Hooch, and Donkey Lips. Is Ideally, it, I, I would take number two. Is it even worth bringing up? No. Now, when you look, right, everybody's like, all right, let's move on to the next segment then. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, 407 916 1041. Triple eight nine. Are we playing Chipmunks Christmas right now? Yeah. Yes, we are. I still want my hula hoop. I was an idiot. All right, how about the Chunks makeover? Was that any good? That was the only thing that Hooch ever did, and it, uh, and it actually it sucked too. Yeah, Misfit Matt. Uh, remember, she did run around uh, downstairs chasing after hot dog buns and barking like a dog, which was pretty funny. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Was that to make up for something? Was that a punishment for her where we threw hot dogs and buns for her to chase? Or, or her aunt. Her aunt was pretty good, too. Yeah. Okay, you know what? That was the one good thing that Hooch did. She brought in her mom and her aunt, who have to be in their 50s, and her crazy aunt got in the corner of the hideout, and opened her mouth and let us throw shrimp at her like she was a seal. Those pictures are on RealRadio.com. I completely forgot about that. All right, that enough right there to, is okay, enough to make Hooch okay, I guess. Jesus, did we do that to a... I have to pee. Aww. And that just takes her back down. We did that to an old woman. I can't believe it. I thought, I don't even know if we have that in the mixtapes. I don't think I saw it when I was going through. All right, uh, we'll come back. More of your thoughts. Again, thank you to the Dollhouse, and congratulations to Soleil for being the uh, the Entertainer of the Year. And the Dollhouse, and especially Gromit, just bringing in so many beautiful, beautiful women for us uh, to entertain. Just at a moment's notice, we appreciate it. Quick break. We'll come back. More in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. The Heretics are here. Wrap it up. Yeah. 2005. Yes. Um, I really do want to uh, thank everybody for coming in. Got ch- I, I see so many. It's, it's kind of cool. It's like a reunion of sorts of the year. I mean, I'm seeing Bizarro Jesus, who I haven't seen him forever. Meeting currently for the first time. K Mike, who's always contributing great stuff, even if it is Brian Pepper's uh, photoshops. <laughs> but they're funny as hell. Check them out on hideoutheretics.net. Right now, we just went through our favorite interview of the year here in the hideout, because it's a little bit of a year in the review, uh, a review of the year uh, here for the show right now. And I think right now we're up to stunt of the year. And Dubs, um, when, you, when you look back at all of the stunts that went down, it's hard to narrow down. I mean, you just had Tuttle with the Tuttle Lemonade. Yeah. And the uh, whiskey shot that happened. And uh, But they got a few over there. Let's go to Tim and Castleberry. What do you got, Tim? What's up, Hideout? Hey, buddy. Uh, I got two, actually, for my personal favorites. And the first one is what turned me on to listening to you guys. Was uh, The first one was Chunks eating the discarded pig parts at Miss Monster. Oh, see, that, oh. Was, that was great. That it w- just looked like he wanted to cry the whole time. And that was a helmet of pain stunt. That was because of losing in fantasy football. Helmet. Of pain. There are great pictures of that all over uh, RealRadio.fm and Monsters.fm. That was absolutely beautiful. It just looked like he wanted to cry like a little bitch the whole time. Uh, <laughs> he still has some of those parts. <laughs> he still has some of those parts in his freezer. Yeah, uh, he does, doesn't he? Yep. Uh, what yeah. do you guys do? What are you saving that for, Tommy? Because I know it's your freezer too. No, I threw it into his uh, bathroom behind the toilet, and it's still there. He just hasn't noticed. <laughs> uh, and what's the other one, Tim? Uh, 
just one you guys just did recently, dragging chunks across the floor with the carpet burn, oh. which ended up being the staff infection right, that, that bitched about for an hour. Yeah, the staff infection. And let's even uh, reflect on Chunks' infections over the year. Uh, there's a staff infection. Then there was also the ringworm. Yeah, ringworm. That we had to send him home for. <sighs> was that right before Miss Monster the ringworm? That was no, before that was right something. before, uh, before uh, Sloan, though. And we wouldn't let him on the bus because of it. I forgot about it. Oh, yeah. Let us not forget the ultimate stunt, the party bus to Sloan Low Barbecue, in which the majority of us almost died because of that driver. <laughs> and me and Hefe wouldn't ride back in. <laughs> you guys go ahead. Uh, we're going to ride with Drunky and Elizabeth Long here and pack into the front of a uh, Chevy uh, truck and drive down the uh, the B line. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Are you guys, whoever has the stunts of the year, step up. Um, let's go to Nightmare Dave in South Orlando. You're in the hideout. What's up, Nightmare Dave? Hey, what's up, hideout? What's up, heretics? By the way, hey. let's give it to Nightmare Dave for being one of only two heretics to actually put the logo on their body. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got, my friend? All right, uh, one of my favorite moments, it's only my favorite moment because it's what turned me on to the hideout, is I called our... Turned on the radio and it was the night before Chunk started his uh, 50 hour video game marathon and he got over so big with it. I, I, thought, that was, I thought that was pretty cool. To man. me, I actually, that's the one that I wrote, that's one of the ones that I wrote down was the 50 hour video game marathon. And someone just sent me a link about Chunks needing to do it again yeah. next year because some guy went 10 days. Oh, 10 no. days? That'd be great. I would love to see Chunks try to top that one. A guy went 10 days video gaming, again, in Korea. One of the Koreas and ended up dying. So one more, one more great moment. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, that I felt that kind of uh, dubbed me a little bit as a hideout heretic was uh, the night that you got six and uh, J Dubs had to take over the show, and we kept calling to check on your cold. <laughs> yeah, Nightmare Dave started that every time we had to check on my cold because I had something wrong, and if there's something with your face and you can't feel it, then uh, you need to go to the emergency room. So Nightmare Dave would just call up and ask how my face was doing, and Dubs would slap chunks to make sure I was okay. Yeah, we need to do that one more time. Just Makes for no sense. Just to yeah, that was, bang. that was the uh, that was where Nightmare Dave really started stepping up as a heretic. So that's a very good one. I love the reminiscing. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. All right, let's go uh, here in the room because we've got a lot of people on the phone who want to talk about stunts. Jimmy, uh, is it Jimmy Jam or you? You got one or let's go to Chick Fil A, John. Uh, one of the great heretics, always here with the food. What do you got? Uh, my favorite one was when Chunks got tied down to the bed at Miss Monster and beaten by Ooh. Snatchy Cakes and her crew. All right, uh, the, the uh, big, bushy uh, red bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, she was hardcore. The Amazon redhead who beat the hell out of Chunks and then beat the hell out of someone else, too. Was it you, Zeppelin? And Miss Fitmat. And there was another guy there who left. Yeah, just, just some random. His back was blue when it, he left. And bleeding. Yeah. And that was all out of Miss Monster. Um, all right, let's go to O-Rage. Our buddy O-Rage, who's in here as much as he can. How you doing, man? Hey, happy dubs. Heretics, what's up, guys? What's up? Hey, uh, I don't know if you can really classify it as a, uh, as a stunt, although it was supposed to be a stunt was when uh, Tuttle was chasing chunks around Maitland Center with the taser gun. <laughs> All right. Now, I have I have it written down for one of the moments of the year, and that's a great one, O-Rich. Thank you, buddy. All right, guys. Happy New Year, all. Uh, when we very first got here, and it was a lot of Tuttle versus Chunks seeing who could outdo who, 
And that was where the whole stun gun thing originated, with Tuttle chasing Chunks around Maitland, and Chunks ending up at the 7-Eleven, afraid to come back to the studio. <laughs> that happened, and along that same time, too, one of my favorite moments personally of the show is when Chunks, at that point, ran away from the show and went up to D.C. We had Ron and Fez on, because they were still at JFK at the time, and... <laughs> He was and, up there bad-mouthing us on their show. And Erica, the promotions goddess, convinces him to come back to give him a kiss. And when she goes in for the kiss, she spit in his face. Oh. And remember when Chunks was gone. And we should play this back, too, because this was so early when we were here. I can't. If you guys remember this, you've been with us since the beginning. It was... We every day Chunks was gone. We broke his, one of his video games. Yeah. <laughs> then we had some one of his favorite one too, Goldeneye. Then we had some heretics come up and uh, use his uh, favorite jersey as a toilet as toilet paper. Ah, the good times. <laughs> Glory days. Ugh. And there are pictures of that again on RealRadio.fm. Um, the beer mile. Yeah. The beer mile. I forget about that one. Uh, come on up, K. Mike. Uh, what's your uh, what's your stun of the year so far? Maybe you're even your moment. Um, I like uh, when you made chunks bite Putin on the ass for like ten minutes. All right. I forget this one. I saw when we were going through the mixtapes. I chunks still has the golden eye. Uh, oh, look at that. Oh. Put it up. Oh. Uh, let me see it. How bad is it? Let me see it. Bring it in here for a second. That looks pretty bad. Yeah. What is this for? The 64? <laughs> oh. Dubs just throws it against the wall. Uh, Sorry, Mara. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to... Dub will fix that. Dubs did that. Uh, I forgot about him having to bite Putin on the ass for a total of 10 minutes. Oh. I'll tell you one thing about the show. It's classy. And uh, yeah. tell all your that friends that. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. we got more stunts, more moments as we take a look back at the hideout in 2005. By the way, uh, Tommy, our director, and uh, Chunks, make note of these things because these are things that if it turned these guys onto the show, I want to play it over the holiday because we got so many new people getting turned on to the hideout that I want them to get a chance to get caught up and uh, know what's going on. Plus, I think we're going to have some of the D.C. stuff for you, too, so you get to hear the older, older stuff uh, here on Real Radio. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Attention, bingo! I cannot breathe for the first time. I'm coming it on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to you. Alright, I, I think that is somewhere on the That's website. Uh, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Now, that came, that whole chunk since you've been gone thing came from one of my favorite moments of the year. And I would say probably website of the year until it was taken from us. And that's the rocker. Um, do we have one of the rocker songs that we can play in its entirety? I think we've got them around somewhere. But the rocker was a guy. Turn down the Christmas music for this. <laughs> or turn it up. Whatever. Back to school and way down inside. Honey, you really need it. I'm going to give you my love. I'm going to give you my love. Oh. Want a whole lot of love? Want a whole lot of love? Want a whole lot of love? What a whole lot of love. You've been learning 
Baby, I've been learning all the good times, baby, baby, I've been yearning, yeah. Way, way down inside, honey, give you my love. I'm gonna give you every inch of my love, gonna give you my love. Yeah, alright, let's go. What a whole lot of love. <laughs> There it is, the rocker. That was that, that was one of Tommy's one of Tommy Bateman's finds. By the way, um, wow. Who now that I think about it, it kind of looks like Chick Fil A John when he uh, went back when he had his hair. And no, it's true though. It is. By the way, Dubs, I'm getting word that our buddy Paranoid tried to call in but was turned away by Deuce Chill. What? Mm-mm. You didn't let the Noid on? The Cosmic he Circus? Call. He, he just sent me a message on MySpace. They tried to get through and someone was an ass to him. Well, that's a lie. I let everyone on. Adrian <laughs> in true. Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. What do you got, Adrian? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Uh, I actually got two and one. It was when you guys were... This person I'm actually listening to you guys. You guys were down in uh, Coco and uh, Chunks and Dubs did that cigarette on the arm thing. All right, that was, uh, I think, one of the top stunts. It was the yeah. first live broadcast, Sloan Low Barbecue at Cocoa Beach. There's a scar. And that was to win an Xbox, and Dubs and Chunks put their arms, the forearms together. We dropped the cigarette there, and whoever pulled out first lost. And Chunks punched oh. Dubs in the junk <laughs> to win, and then we called shenanigans, and to make it even, I broke the Xbox and gave them each half. So that, That's fair. That worked out really well. Uh, well. Well, that makes you guys even for DC when he broke... Oh, wait, no, you broke his. Yeah, we broke his That's PlayStation, right. too. And I think that video is yeah, up on uh, hideoutheretics.net. Yeah, it is. What's the other one, Adrian? The other one, I think it actually happened at the same time. Uh, Doves actually beat the crap out of Chunks with the wiffle bat. I, that was, uh, I think that was everybody who was out at uh, Sloan, though. I think everybody got yeah, shot. Uh, you guys were uh, refusing to go for the head, so I had to step I, up. I forgot about that. Any other stunts? Let me look through the list that I have of the possible stunts. I liked it when Dubs smoked the 20 cigarettes in 20 minutes and then got loopy and threw up. <laughs> threw up outside. Jeez. And I think that was like our first two weeks here. Mm-hmm. And so people are going around saying, what the hell's going on? We're asking promotions guys from other uh, stations to take pictures for us so we can get it on the website. There's like, <laughs> what did we bring here? They're taking pictures of them throwing up to put on the website. Not Hefe, you got one? Come on over. What do you got, Not Hefe? <laughs> All right, hold on. Hold on. Let me ask. I'm going to throw it out there. Because here in the Heretics, it's a nice, big, happy family. However, I feel like there is a most hated heretic, even though he's part of the crew. Would you say that's Not Hefe is the most hated heretic? All right, hold on. Giant Brian or Not Hefe? Who would you rather hang out with? <laughs> All right. uh, completely quiet. What do you got, not Hefe? No, I was gonna say the uh, my favorite one was when we got to shoot him in, uh, when uh, Halloween. I guess it was when we shot him with the, the airsoft air pistols. Um. Yeah. Oh, when we shot chunks with the air. Yeah. I think we've used the paintball guns, the uh, air airsoft pistols or whatever they are, air shot pistols uh, from uh, our buddy Skull Sauce and Hardcore Paul. Alex in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Alex? Yeah, I have many favorite hideout moments, and every single one of them is Chunks getting beat up by someone. (laughs) There was a whole thing before Chunks graduated from being the radio bottom to the executive producer of the hideout. 
He was constantly getting it. Uh, let me no. Well, defined. Actually, not that way. I'm trying to look at some of the other stuff that I have written down as far as Chunks goes and some of the uh, stunts that he did. Of course, there was a time with the monsters that he went into, like, Jessup with uh, Drunky and Tuttle, and then Black Bean gets pushed in. There's the very first time that Chunks, maybe the, any of you saw him, in his bra and panties at the hardcore match out at the Hard Rock Live. And then for Cinco de Mayo, when he goes out in his bra and panties, when Daniel oh, yeah. and Savannah were out there uh, and gets and on I, stage. I wrote his, uh, on his hand, this hand's made for jobbing. Right. <laughs> that was the whole Cinco de Bayo, too. Cinco de Bayo. Cinco de Bayo, yeah, the trivia. Cinco de Bayo, yeah. All right, Cinco de Bayo. That was funny. We'll have to do that again next year. Uh, 407-916-1041. And triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Our best game show of the year was it? You can't win, Matt Albert. You can't win. Matt Albert came up with a game show when he was here, and um, the game show was basically pulling the most random facts ever, like who was the sixth round pick for the Atlanta Falcons in the two thousand and three draft, and the favorite thing from everybody was you getting it incorrect and him shouting, you can't win. Um, I have very big news about Matt Albert. Actually, get Matt Albert on the phone. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, any news with him is big. Let's go to Toasty Stuff. Toasty Stuff, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I think the best part of the hideout is every time you guys start calling Chunks gay and the homo stuff, that I just crack myself up. Now... <laughs> Uh-oh. It looks like, thanks to Deuce Chill, the war has begun again. Oh, with uh, Paranoid? I got this from the Cosmic Circus. Your screener is a liar. I have him on tape numerous times saying I wasn't allowed on. I expose him and your staff for the fakes they are. I deserve respect. I invented fake radio. I will expose your staff in 06. Merry Blanken Christmas. Aww. And then he put the smiley face uh, of the uh, yelling. You know, the yelling yeah, smiley the face? smiley, yeah. All right, now, Jimmy D sent me uh, an IM on uh, Real Radio Hideout, and Jimmy D is right. This is, to me, one of my favorite stunts of the year, too, and that's MeatStun.com. For those of you that go to MeatStun.com, that is of J-Dubs getting up here and uh, pulling his junk to the side and tasing his taint. Uh, you got to go to the website. you got to share it with all your friends. And thank you to Elliot Siegel of Elliot in the Morning on DC 101 for giving it out up there, too. Yeah, Elliot uh, did give it out. And uh, meetstun.com, we want it to really blow up in 06. Maybe we get our buddy from crooksandliars.com to put it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Those people are the kind of, kind of people that love that kind of thing. It's just as truthful than anything else uh, uh, that the president could say. What do you got over there, uh, Jake the Mechanic? Yeah, it probably wasn't one of the funniest, but one of the most hardcore was when Drunky the Bear ate the mace-covered uh, buffalo chips. And yeah, like the mace. And then he went hardcore and took, like, another handful, because somebody dared him. They are like, yeah, you ate so much, but I bet you won't do it again. He's like, no, okay, and he just shoved it in his face. I really got to say, too, a huge thank you to the Monsters uh, for everything that they did, because the Monsters... You know, they understand what we're doing. They, you know, they listen to the Ron and Ron show, the Ron and Fez show, and between Drunky and Tuds and just you know the whole crew getting involved with everything that we do. And so many of you guys 
getting turned on to us because of Miss Monster or because of Chunks and Lake Jessup and Chunks at the Hard Rock Live. And we got some big things planned coming up in uh in 06. All right, Giant Brian's here. Giant Brian. Hey, number one heretic, Giant Brian, checking in. What's going on, fellas? All right, now hold on, hold on. Hold on a second. Now, before you want to run him down, I will... You got to give Giant Brian credit. He was the absolute first person in Central Florida to come up and hang out in the show and say, "Hey, I want to see what's going on." Now he now is that make it just because he was first? Do you guys feel betrayed as heretics because he refuses to hang out with you guys? Right? Is that what the problem is? Wasn't it the Jedi Council then? Yeah, it was the Jedi Council originally before we came up with the names of the heretics. Giant Brian put all this to bed. We're all friends here. Oh yeah, I just I I don't know if they hate me because I'm so funny or because I bring the best material to the show. I I don't get what's going on. Why the hatred for Giant Brian? Jimmy Jam, would you like to speak on this one? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's uh, hate, uh, too much love. I don't know, but uh, it's uh, we we don't like him. <laughs> Why? Is it because he won't hang out with you guys? Uh, no, he just he thinks he's number one heretic. But the heretic was more of a it's a it's a family thing. I agree, and I don't like there being a whole hierarchy. He was the first heretic, but that doesn't make him. The well, number one heretic. Yeah, well, in order to keep the heretics going, we need a structure of people that are going to actually do stuff. And since Giant Brian didn't show up, he doesn't want anything to do with the heretics, we have to keep going on. Now, Giant Brian did make a trailer for a movie. Do we have that, Tommy Bateman? Meatspin.com? No. <laughs> I run into the bathroom. I'm standing there doing nothing. And this kid says... Yeah, I like candy. Why? I'm not a kid toucher. What do you mean, pet snake? I'm innocent. I did not do anything. J-Dubs touched me. Mom, J-Dubs touched me. Coming to a theater near you. All right, so Giant Brian hey, did a little... <laughs> All right. Uh, well, there he is, Giant Brian, the first heretic, and he's probably going to be the first one booted, too, from the club. <laughs> yeah, douche chill. Don't forget, Giant Brian also made the uh, sign. Oh, yeah, he made our... Uh... Our hideout sign for... And apparently in 06, we're getting one. Really? Uh, We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. All right, here's Matt Albert on the phone. Matt Albert. Can you believe you actually loved you, fat bastard? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Now, here's the thing. Um, We're not going to discuss the circumstances around it, but just the fact that it is happening. Um... In mid-January, Matt Albert will be moving to Orlando. How wonderful. And, and uh, I hate to say it, he's going to be my roommate. So, Matt Albert will be I'm living... I'm sure you're going to love your toilet every morning. ...will be living in one wing of the hideout... A blanket party every night. You'll be, dig- you'll be digging through his poo like it's uh, Jurassic Park looking for leaves that... We can save each other's back. Uh, he's going to be here in, uh, in, o, uh, in 06. I'm going to stare at you while you're asleep. Uh, so, all right. Thank you, Matt Albert. There it is, the big news coming down to... I love it. Taking up a whole uh, car on the uh, auto train from uh, D.C. down to uh, Sanford. Actually, he has to be strapped down just like one of the cars. <laughs> I will take a break. We'll come back with more of your favorite moments. Um, and we're all going to go out and drink some beers afterwards. 
And it's so good to see so many of you guys. Quick break, we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch for 05, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 with the Heretics here. Yo. Um, one of my favorite things about doing this show and uh, everybody here in Central Florida is that whenever I feel like I'm having some sort of a medical issue, uh, people here in an instant, uh, there was the time that I get hit square on my right nut uh, with a baseball, it. and uh, lo and behold, we had an ER doctor come up and take a look at my nuts in the office, and that really, uh, and I know you guys are disappointed because I didn't do it in here, and you were begging. But also, too, I want to thank Christian and April. Hey, guys, how you doing? How's it going, guys? And um, they came up here to um, check on my heart when I thought I was having a heart attack. And I'm sure next year I'll actually have one, but I do want to thank you guys for coming in. And pretty much for any heretic who needs a sonogram, uh, <laughs> just come up and we'll make the uh, the hideout your own personal ER. But I do want to thank you guys for uh, everything you've done, too. Appreciate well, we it. We wanted to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. And uh, also, Santa says hi. We just got done scanning his balls. All right, great. That's perfect. I hope everything's kosher. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right, let me go through a couple of other favorite moments. The Swami brings up a good one. That's uh, when Chunks and I, over the the hideout uh, hottie fantasy draft, and I uh, lost. Dicey but, hot. But there was Chunk shenanigans. And the two of us, that was the beginning of putting the icy hot on our undercarriage and on our junk. Do we have that clip of that? It's not in the uh, 360 anymore. There was the, the bus going back and forth, and that one really hurt. Um, also, too, concerning chunks, the Phil Frazier from EA job interview that he did, and we were doing the uh, the live broadcast out at the Blockbuster. That was terrible. I, I think you really impressed him. He never, got, he never got back to me. He, he probably lost my number. He was asking about Mutant League football and all this crap. It was a good game, man. Shut up. It was <laughs> cutting edge for its time. TL, you got a favorite moment of the hideout? Let's swing the, one of the mics over to TL. What do you got? Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, this is a rare one from uh, way back. But uh, I remember when Trunks was uh, finna go back up to get his, uh, I guess, diploma from school. <laughs> and you guys got him drunk. And then made him get in that uh, tub of ice water, and then oh, you the shot him. Solo. Yeah, and um, he just started spewing out the most pathetic like self hate ever, and I I got depressed <laughs> for like two days because of that. That was my favorite moment. Uh, you know, you th- I thought you were gonna bring up another one that I completely forgot about. When we got Chunks' last paycheck from WJFK, and we ripped it up and we burned it, and it was like for six seven hundred dollars too. Yeah. Sorry about that, bro. It re- all right, now, here, all right, as I go through, there are a couple of other things that I wanted to bring up real fast. Dubs' tattoo with Ron and Fez and the uh, bucko Bruce on his ass. Tommy gets married. Yeah. Still not sure what the hell's going on, but Tommy said he is married. And I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and Now, a few of you were here for this. Padme D and yeah. Drew, or now Snatchy Cakes, uh, coming in and Snatchy Cakes being fed a carrot. Reverse. Uh, yeah, from the wrong way. Yeah. And and then Doogie Tarantino deciding that he was hungry. Uh, that was also a classic moment that I don't know if we can ever even relive. I don't even know that's possible. Um, as we go through, I think my favorite moment of the year, 
And to me, one of the defining moments was uh, Mad Max. When Mad Max <laughs> let the air out of Trunks' tires, <laughs> when Mad Max um, evacuated into a paper bag and then put I, it on... I hate you, Chunks. I pooped on your car. <laughs> and uh, that ended up on Chunks' spoiler. When Mad Max brought in the Crystal Burgers that were quote-unquote tainted. And what was the final thing Mad Max did? Or was that, were those the three things? I thought there was one more. What else did... Uh, I think it was just those three. And the big payoff on Halloween night in the Hideout Halloween special was that Mad Max was actually me and J-Dubs. And that we did all of that stuff to Chunks, and that was his way of graduating from being the radio bottom. Because he put up with all of that. And uh, coming in and uh, now being the executive producer of the Hideout, so that was one of my favorites. 1041 and Star one zero four one in your singular wireless phones. And I guess finally the last thing that probably just happened. Well, there's a Kathy Griffin fight that we had. Who? Yeah, and uh, her career's doing well. And yeah, right. <laughs> hey, at least she's still married. Oh. Oh. And then. Bitch. Then uh, just recently, within the last two weeks, the Dirty Howie abortion uh, announcement. That was really uncomfortable. John Locke, you got one, and then we're going to do, I guess, Chunks has presents, Dubs. Oh, nice. I had no idea. Go ahead. Uh, One of the really interesting things about the show is the truly unique songs that come up. Like Prussian Blue and uh, a few of the others. All right, you know what? That's something I didn't bring up. Best website. Of course, there was Meat Spin, LemonParty.org. BloodyTrixie.com. Bloody Trixie. Top no. Girl, I think, was the one that kind of started it for us. But there were a few others that maybe we forgot about. LemonParty.org? No, I already put... Ah, oh, damn. Um, okay. deserves to be up there twice. Remember tardblog.com? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we I guess it was it's a website that is blogging for retarded kids and we would just we went through and read it for like half an hour. I love retards. <laughs> and uh, that was a favorite. Prussian blue. Oh. Uh, yeah, there were a few of those. Yeah, chunks. Whew. I got Prussian Brew ready if you want to hear it. All right, one bit. more time in 2005. It is the holidays. Celebrating Jesus' birthday. Uh, it's Prussian Blue. This was for you, Lester Big Hands. Skinhead boy. Skinhead boy standing fast. Not afraid to kick some ass. Skinhead boy has noticed fit for stand.
Russian blue, only in the hideout. Nice. Yeah, Michael Nelson, michaelnelsoncomedy.com. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, what are you, you, uh, you have a couple of favorites, uh, Tommy? Yeah, Chunks and I were just talking, and there was one that actually happened kind of recently, and actually I'll just play the audio of it. Why do we stop here on this street corner spirit? Those two men standing there, do you know them? Why, well, yes, I, I do business with them. Their conversation is interesting. When did he die? Last night, I believe. I thought he'd never die. What has he done with his money? I haven't heard. Left it to his company, perhaps. Well, one thing is certain, he didn't leave it to charity. Are you going to his funeral? Not unless a free lunch is provided. A very good point. I can't say that I blame you. All right, that was great. I got to say, that was uh, just great. <laughs> That's me out at the Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah. I have such an undistinguishable voice. <laughs> you know, I could be like any dude. It really is not good for radio. That'd be almost as if like Dubs had a part in the movie or in the uh, Christmas Carol. Oh, wait a minute, he did, didn't he? Thank uh. you. Why? Well, yes, I've been here before. Bob Cratchit, my clerk, lives here. There is Mrs. Cratchit and Martha, your eldest son. Your eyes, mother. You'll strain them working this bad light. Mo. Father, when he comes home, it's time he was here. Past it, rather. But these days he walks slower than he used to, mother. <laughs> Ah, oh, Dubs, congratulations. Woo! All right, yeah, Lester Big Hands. How about when your cousin came down here with a little sexy Ooh. self? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, first of all, uh, lay off. Oh, Tommy, she was so hot, J-Dubs. You feel so good. Now, here's what's funny, though. Out of that came one of my favorite moments. The Chunks Icy Hot um, Hot Sauce uh, Enema. Where it was all put into some panties and chunks, but the icy hot. What which hot sauce was it? The hot one? Uh, I believe it was Dave's Insanity. Dave's Insanity, and it was mixed up. And then Lester Big Hands gave him the wedgie. And chunks, are you uh, are you peeing right now? Is it finally better? Yeah, it, finally. Didn't it literally take you though for real like a week to get better? Yeah, just just about. I mean, I couldn't do number three, and it still hurt to do number uh, one. I, he didn't think about putting a condom on, uh, which probably yeah, really should have happened. it. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Actually, I have a picture from uh, that, I believe. A picture? I know all the pictures are up on realradio.fm. Yeah, if anybody wants to see it in here. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Heretics are here. Thank you to Michael Nelson. Michael Thank Nelson, you very much. Dot Thank you. He's a Central Florida native. Working Thank hard you. out in L.A. trying to get the comedy thing going. We'll take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll wrap this thing up for 2005. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Mi gente! Let's do this damn thing. Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wrapping it up for 2005. Um, yeah, the heretics are here. We really want to thank you guys. I'll give a whole little speech about you guys in a second. Um, also, too, check, make sure you check out a great local band, Irrational. Irrational. They were uh, in earlier this week. Andy is here right now. He's a very, very good band. I saw them uh, open up for the Jenna Torturers. He brought in some uh, CDs and some hats and some stuff, and they really got some good stuff going on. Irrationalband.com. I see Giant Brian has shown up uh, back in the uh, control room with uh, Tommy Bateman, his best friend. Um, 
All right, now, um, one of my favorite things, Dubs, is that the heretics have taken on a life of their own. I expect them to grow exponentially in 2006. They created two websites. Jimmy Jim was the first with hereticshideout.com. MySpace, too. And also, he's on the MySpace. We're MySpace now, too. I went through MySpace. I went through your MySpace today, or the hereticshideout.com MySpace, and added every hot chick. I literally added, I spent, yeah, I I spent about, for them. about 12 minutes going. I didn't add the 16 year olds, though. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what. I, they just keep, they keep adding. Uh, and then, um. It's too many to stop. And then hideoutheretics.net, and you guys are merging. And that makes me very happy. That means the D.C., New York, uh, Pennsylvania heretics are coming down with the Central Florida heretics all in one big happy group. Now, the beautiful thing, I think, is that for you guys, you know, you got your own thing going on. You got your own photos, your own um, forums, and this, that, and the other. And people are applying to be heretics. Soon to be podcasting, too. Podcasting? We'll be putting them on the MP3s. Wow. Nice. Uh, make sure we don't get a hold of those. Because uh, uh, we will goo. Um but um, one of the great things, though, Dubs, is that these guys have really taken on a life of their own and have stepped up to the plate. Now, to be a heretic, people always ask me, what do I got to do to be a heretic? Two words, be somebody. You know, whether you call in, whether you come up, whether you go to things, all you got to do is be somebody. That's the only answer that I can give to you, and only you know how to be somebody. And all of you right now are definitely somebody in one way or another. Now, people have been applying to at least get their photos and entries on uh, hereticshideout.com. Yeah, we were trying to get a lot of people up there, but uh, everybody's like coming in a lot real fast. So, okay. Uh, we're coming back and forth. But we, we got a lot of uh, Christmas ones here. With it being Shackman's time of year and all, I thought we'd start things up with some Christmas-themed applications. So here's our first one. It's from Jingle Bob. Just <laughs> staying with the Christmas spirit, I will rub my nose red from self-inflicted nose burns, then run around the clear channel compound with my lucky Rudolph boxers on. I get, I get more heretic if you want. That's just for Santa. That is a lot of Xmas spirit just what the heretics are looking for. So uh, they were have to put this guy in. All right, so that guy goes in just for the plain and simple yes. fact he's willing to hurt himself. Yeah, he's, 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 he's staying with the Christmas spirit. He go, here's the next one. It's Johnny on the spot. He goes, in my spare time, I'm not sending J-Dub's girlfriend pictures of my Duke. I can use my powers oh. for good. I, he found the website. I don't know. He goes, I can use my my uh, my uh, Duke for powers for good, and I can send pictures to old ladies for Xmas and also help feed the homeless. All this can be done with Duke pictures. Look into them. It's the new pink. He goes, P.S., or just ask J-Dub's girlfriend. She's always asking for it wrapped in a bow. I don't I don't I don't know. He's just in. He's in. He's in. No he's not. Here's the next one. Alright, that's not true. Those are rumors. Here's our uh, our next one. It's a hair of chick. It's Evil Magdalena from uh, from DC. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, she goes, I'm a cute little tattoo chick that cooks in her underwear. I wanted everyone to know that El Jefe stole my heart and my money. He should get cold for Xmas because he gives ways and I should get in the heretics. Uh, the question is not whether she gets in, but if uh, she could cook for Jimmy Jam. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jimmy she, Jam, my hair, ticshideout.com. She's actually coming down in February okay, or March. And, uh, here we go. Here's Hold some, on real fast, Jimmy Jam. She's coming down to visit in, like, February, I think it is. And, um, yeah, she would always come in in, like, the cutest little naughtiest outfits. And we will be here. 
Uh, yeah, more than likely. If uh, maybe we'll have to cancel open door that week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's the other one? Okay, here we go. And this is from Irish Metalhead. He goes, I want to be in the ha- Heretics because this is by far the best explanative show on the air right now. I started listening to the show when they first came on the air here in Orlando, and I've been explanative hooked since. I would gladly let Brian Peppers gnaw my ankles off, then I would slap Chonks in the face with a bloody leg and tell him to stop explanative whining. There's always an N in all these heretic things. They're always doing this and then that. So. Oh, I thought you meant N. I'm like, I thought you meant the N word. Lester was about always to punch you. <laughs> um, well, there it is, and I do want to thank you guys uh, immensely for everything that the heretics have done. We'll take a break, Dubs, and we'll come back. Uh, and uh, we will uh, we'll get a lot more done. We'll say thank you to all you guys and kind of recap what it's been like for us. Okay, uh, here's the uh, keen heretic Brian in Orlando. He has a moment in the hideout. <laughs> Okay, thank you. That, no, what, I don't know. What the, no. What the hell? And how does he always get through, Doostro? Could you please screen a phone call or two? He disguised his voice. Oh, yeah, great. He always disguises. Always getting over on you and Putin. He uh, has a movie coming out. Um, yeah, I, I saw it here. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. By the way, if there are any new faces and you guys haven't introduced yourselves, please do introduce yourselves. And then we're all going to go out afterwards. Uh, Bong Swat, uh, Matt has hooked us up with a place. Patty McGee's over at Fair on Fairbanks. So Patty McGee's, that's where we're going to go and uh, throw down and get really, really wasted uh, for the last time all together in 2005. All right, take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Live from London, you're listening to the Tommy Bateman Show. I got a feeling these guys are going to be a big, big band here in London. Live on the air where Tommy Bateman is right now. But reminiscent of the Beatles, I'm going to go look at Big Ben today, eating bangers and mash, the Tommy Bateman Show, live in London. This is called Oasis. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow... That was Lovell's Beer's favorite moment in the hideout on Real Radio, 104.1. Oh, yeah. Chunks, chunks, daddy. The Chunk Speed Down Beat Mixes. Chunks, Chunks, Daddy. All right, stop. Jiggling and listen. I'm queer, dirty, and sexually retarded. Retarded, retarded, retarded. Now, if y'all want to party like we do, if y'all want to party like us, let me hear say, ah, 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 ah. If y'all want to party like we do, if y'all want to party like us, let me hear say, ah, 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 Whatever. I'm gay. And that was boobs. that was the second place finisher. I got big boobs. Giant Brian and the uh, Chunks beat down beat mix contest. I, we ought to bring that back. I say Deuce Chill's the next one that gets done. Yeah, the Deuce Chill dance mix I like. Um, as it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1 wrapping it up. 
uh, for 2005. Uh, do not turn off the hideout, though. If you're new to the show, you get to hear all these moments we've been talking about. They'll get played over the next, uh, I don't know, what are we going, like seven days or yeah, something? Like, yeah, seven now, they, days. They literally said we couldn't come in. They're like, just take the time, go get rejuvenated or whatever you feel. Yeah, you guys will be in on Friday. Well, Mad Matt Mateo, uh, former heretic now collecting the uh, hair check, is uh, is running things, so there's no doubt about it. Bizarro Jesus was one of our first friends that uh, we met when we came here. It's good. Long absence, and now he's back. And uh, what's going on Tuesday night? What do you got going on, buddy? All right. Well, this Tuesday down at the Blue Rim, Orlando, corner of Orange and Pine, we have special perversions. It's a very bizarro Christmas. Also, I wanted to try to go ahead and let the, all the heretics know and let everyone who listens to Hideout. We're going to try to work out a special where if you come out and mention the Hideout, you'll get a free drink on the house. Nice. If that doesn't work, minimum at, if nothing else, I'll be covering your drink. Oh, well, look at this. So no matter what, you guys are going to be drinking for free. At least one drink. We gotta start getting back out there, bro. I have a bizarro Jesus and Fatal Fetish. It's fatalfetishgirls.com. Yeah, we gotta get that changed on the website, realradio.fm. Hey, let's, uh, let's, I, Chunks, do you have presents for us? Yeah, I got you guys some uh, stuff. Don't Kind of a little thank We you. said we weren't gonna be exchanging gifts. Yeah, but you know, I've. Well, oh, hurry up. We don't have all this kind of time. Give me my gift so we can move on. Dubs, you feel guilty? No. I don't either. Uh, we've given him enough. It's about time he starts giving back. And we're all going out afterwards to Patty McGee's, thanks to Bong Swap Matt over on Fairbanks. Very excited about heading out over there. What? Come over here. Frozen Caveman Producer, what do you got? Alright, now Dubs is at first, it's going to look really weird. And you're going to be like, why the hell did you get it for me? But if you look closely enough, you'll see why I picked this out specifically. Alright. Chunk's giving the gift. What is it? Bubble Bobble. Nice. What is Bubble Bobble? Old Nintendo game. Oh, for what? PlayStation 2? Yeah. And what are we looking closely right. for? Bubble Bobble. Yeah. Oh, it's right. like a compilation of no-name games except for Bubble Bobble. Because that was actually one of the things when we very first got to Central Florida, we spent hours driving all over trying to find the different game rushes and game stops and uh, video game places. So that the three of us could sit in the hideout off-campus housing and play games. What did I get? Uh, you are very, very difficult. Is it a letter of resignation? Because I'd be excited. <laughs> no, but uh, it's a uh, Best Buy gift certificate. <laughs> you had every CD possible, so I couldn't get you a CD. You have, like, every video game possible, too. You only really like live, and I'm sure you're probably going to get that. So. Is it for $500 so I get a video iPod? Uh... No. Then I don't want it. No, oh, thank you very much, man. That's very nice of you. I appreciate it. And this one's probably going to get my ass kicked for this one, because I'm sure it's wrong, and he'll get pissed. But, um... How much is this for? It's a baby It's, uh... Hey, there's, not, there's nothing written on it, so how do I even know there's even anything on it? You just got to go there and scan it. <laughs> yeah, you just grab, grab an item, hopefully it covers it. What the hell? There's no to, there's no from, and it's blank. I'm telling you, it's probably a skit. No, not at all. You go there and they're telling you that you owe them. Right. <laughs> and, and, and for Tommy, I'm not even sure if this is the right thing or not, but I looked at the date because I have no idea about any of this stuff. You want stuff. a date? No. It's like uh, UFC fighting stuff, so I just look for something that was made in late 2005. And it's like a big-ass compilation of uh, Pride... Fighting Legacy Volume 2. I hate him. He always does this to me. He always gives me something good, and I get him nothing. 
It's uh, I don't care about that. I mean, thanks. He's got pride too. Ass. And the only other reason I did not want to give this to him is because every time, every time I get him one of these videos, he will watch it and he has to practice on me. He goes, hey, watch this real quick. Watch. No, not like that. Mo. Now I'm dead because you guys laughed. Thanks. Now he's gonna kill me. All right. Well, thank you very much, Chunks. I do appreciate that. I gotta say, Chunks was the hideout person of the year. He had such an amazing transformation from going intern. He started the year as an intern. He went to Radio Bottom, and now is the executive producer of the Hideout. And I want to hear. Let's hear it for Chunks. Uh, Dubs and I started out this year in Washington, D.C. Literally at this time last year, uh, Central Florida was nowhere in our mind. I'll be perfectly honest with you. We didn't know we'd be uh, getting fired or what, getting demoted, whatever ended up happening. And uh, we had a lot of friends in D.C., uh, Ron and Fez, Don and Mike, um, Cameron, Allen. Uh, and through them, we met some great people like Opie and Anthony and the Pests and all those guys. And it was very, very cool. And then um, one day while Dubs is producing Ron and Fez, as Dubs eats the edible thong, uh, as Dubs is producing Ron and Fez, Tuttle calls to That's talk about... Assy. Assy or nasty? And... Uh, Everybody take a bite. Tuttle calls to say that there's an opening at Real Radio. And Ron Bennington says, hey, you guys should take on the hideout. And it was that point where it all really began. And um, I want to thank Rich Rich and Burn Trail and all the guys from D.C. who have followed us down here listening on RealRadio.fm. But I really want to thank you guys here. I'm trying to have a moment. Shut the hell up with the goddamn edible thong. But I really want to thank you guys here, uh, and you know, specifically you, you heretics, who have come to everything. You showed up on Friday nights. You made this just an amazing, powerful voice where salespeople, other radio shows and radio stations are literally fearful of you guys and of the power of the heretics. And it, I can tell you, I know it was an early morning, but when we all showed up uh, to uh, help out the monsters for the mustard seed, and like 25, 30 of us there to sing for no real reason other than the give, you know, that really opened a lot of eyes, and I know that 2006 is going to be a huge year. So I want to thank every single one of you. Uh, special people I want to call out and thank include um, Lester Big Hands, who's been here literally since, you know, the beginning. Uh, Misfit Matt, another one since the beginning. Zeppelin, Jimmy Jam, Chick-fil-A John and John Locke. Uh, Bizarro Jesus came in very early on, hopped on the bandwagon. Raphael tells me he was the first caller. I'll believe him. Um, Giant Brian, too, was, even though there's hatred going on, he still was the first guy to come up here. Miss Melinda, we've seen her boobs so many times. We're going to see him again now? Go ahead. Let's show. Yeah. yeah. But, um... I do want to thank, because as much as, you know, Ron and Fez and Total put in a good word for us to get in down here, you know, I want to thank management for taking on this show. You know, Chris Campmeyer, Linda Bird, and of course, Catherine, uh,
Catherine Brown and Dan Stone for saying, hey, we're going to give these guys a go here at uh, Nights at Real Radio. And it's been an absolute honor, and I can't wait. we got so many things planned for you guys in 06. You just don't even understand. But we really thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts. So uh, make sure you listen. Yes, do it. Do it. Come on. Come on, Katie. Do it. Show it to her. Melinda did it. You can do it. You're on the other side of the glass. Be somebody. Tell her. Be somebody. Be somebody. Show us your boobs. Oh, damn it. All right. How do we go out on a flaccid note? Um, but uh, make sure you get caught up on the show. That's a good time, but that's what these mixtapes are for, to get caught up on the old, on the older stuff. And uh, that way you're completely caught up when we start over in 06. Thank you guys very much again. And uh, wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the Morning, Shannon Burke, Middays, Phillips, finally afternoon. And it's The Hideout right here. Don't be ashamed you're entertained listening to The Hideout. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, and the fastest growing show in Central Florida. Dubs? Yes. <laughs> I have a headache, so... Uh... Be somebody and always talk good. And uh, question authority. Stay classy, Orlando. Thank you, guys. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Mo. Mo. No. No. I'm a transaction. No. Beat it. I'm a transaxon.